have just entered the building with your boys, King and Sane. Welcome to Shop Talking Random-ish, where conversation rules the nation, and no topic is off limits. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy Oh, that's Yeah. Now, welcome your host, Rick King and Will Sane. Greetings, Atlanta, America, Worldwide Internet. Thank you for tuning in to WWE 1100 AM, The Real. You're in Shop Talking Randomish with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. I am Will Sane. It's your boy, Rick King. I am back in the building. I am back behind the glass. I'm back on the boards. I am. I shall be. I am. The lovely Starlight is in the building. Hello, people. The super duper producer, Greg, is in the building. Greg, say what up. Big shoot. Yo. Y'all know what this is. This ain't nothing but some good old-fashioned barbershop-style conversation in this here barbershop. No conversation. I mean no conversation. No damn conversation is taboo. Hence tonight. <laughs> we ain't got but one rule and one rule only in this here barbershop. Real. What is that rule? That rule is say what you mean, mean what you say. Just don't be mean when you say it. Starlight, please tell the people what to do to be a part of the show. For those who are local and would like to call in, the number is 404-603-8770 or... If you're in your mama basement, please let her know this not one of them. Nah, 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 Please let mama know this not one of them freaky deaky numbers, but every now and then we get a little freaky deaky. And tonight we might stop by Freaky Deakyville. Maybe the outskirts. Maybe the outskirts. I think we was already there. Just <laughs> <laughs> pulling a U turn. Maybe. Um, but let her know the phone call is on us. We 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 gonna pay for. It. She can call. You can call us and Mama too. Can call us at one triple eight nine two six seven five six two. That's one triple eight nine two five seven five six two. Either way, that's where we at. Um, right now. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube Live. That's T-A-L-K, comma, up top. Apostrophe. And that's T-A-L-K, comma, up top. Apostrophe. Right now, you can catch us on Talking Random Ish on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. You can also know that wherever we are, wherever you casting. <laughs> wherever they potting, we are casting. We are casting. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so, something like that. Yes, sir. All around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, y'all know yeah, what this yeah. is. This ain't nothing but some good old fashioned, and um, Sorry. we here to get to it. Yeah, we got family in the house tonight. Family, y'all heard, say what up? Y'all heard her voice. Go ahead, Miss Lady. Hello, how y'all doing today? Y'all welcoming back. Thank you for having me back. Showing up, getting no claps. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> I make my own clap. We don't, don't know what to applaud by that. <laughs> give it a real applaud. Come on, give it a real applaud. Number one, she real family. I love y'all. <laughs> Glad to have you back in the house. We also got a new family member in the house tonight. What's your name, sir? Vincent Morris. Vincent Morris is in the house. And Rick, do you want us? Do, are we going to jump straight to Wiley? We ain't going to stop playing too because we got some things to get off our chest. Okay, you, know, you, you don't get a buzz either? Huh? You don't get a buzz either? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Give a buzz. Give a buzz. I don't know. This is first appearance. This is first, first appearance. Please. Welcome, Vincent. Thank y'all for having Thank me. You for having, thank you for coming to the shop. Thank you for coming to the shop. Rick, what you got to get off your chest? Hey, man, uh, football started last night. It did. NFL. Yes. Great. What's up? Great. Your team started off the kickoff, the kickoff, the thing last night, and um, 
They got a moral victory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you call it moral victory for the Cowboys? Uh, that what what uh, they they didn't get no other kind. Of, um, <laughs> they they were not going to get another kind of victory. Um, the score was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yes, uh, okay. yes, it was. Okay, I, I, I hence it was the more. I thought it was a good game. But I mean, win or lose, the score was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, due to turnovers and 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 a lot of mishaps on the part of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yes. But the defense caused those turnovers, so I I, I have to give. Did they? Yes. Because yes. one one went off of um. Frunette's hand. Okay. And another one went off. I think of, that was pressure. He got scared. Nah. Okay. <laughs> well, pressure does bust, bust pipes. Exactly. So, so yes. Um. And um. <laughs> another one. Two of them I know was. He started off already. We cutting up in the corner. Yeah, starting up already. <laughs> oh, but she got she got a big test this weekend herself. Who, who does? Come Sunday. Who Kansas does? City. Kansas Yes, Kansas City. They got them Cleveland Browns. Okay, that's a good that's a good matchup. <laughs> yes, sir. Y'all, y'all gonna pull that one off? Yeah. Mahomes is back. Mahomes is back. It's clear. Uh, okay. Oh, it's clear. I hope the offensive line it was the problem come the Super Bowl, <laughs> but they have totally revamped. I'm excited. I really am. I think we really should be okay. That's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Where's everyone? Is, are, are y'all? Is everyone? Is anyone going to like a special event to watch the game, or is everyone just like chilling mm-hmm. at the house? House. House. For now. Yeah, for now. Unless, you know, more wins. <laughs> nah, I'll be at the house. Start going um, celebrating. No, normally. <laughs> you win a season first. Mm-hmm. Normally, yeah. you know, you try to get out, for, especially the first week, but there nah, I'll be, I'll yeah. be at the house. Yeah. Oh. What about you, Starlight? You getting out? No, at the house. No. Mm-hmm. I don't like people like that. Like, it has to be, I have to be going with specific people or yes. meeting specific people. But even before this, I ain't really that, like, I like people, but I, don't, I need y'all over there. Exactly. Yeah. What about you, Vince? Who's your team? I, I don't have a team, man. I'm like the only person on earth not into football. Oh no, you're good. Not, not, not in so sports loud. at all, pretty much. Not in sports at all. You're you're into you're into other things right now, Vince. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in Your other things. Your body's occupied with other He's things. He's an intellect. <laughs> <laughs> He's an intellectual. Football will mess up your. <laughs> it's, it's funny because my wife, you know, she's really into football, and um. You know, I'm I'm that type that's watching that watching HGTV. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the renovation good. programs and okay. that kind of stuff. So, nice yeah, yeah, exactly. you can do both definitely. Great. Do you go out and do exactly. renovations? Do you or you just I, watch the shows? I actually do uh, real estate investing. Okay. So you know, I've, I've had my hand in that probably since 2008. Oh man, and, and done done pretty right. decent with it. I can't complain about it. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty big. Yeah. I'm gonna talk to you off the side about that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it, trying to get involved more so with that. Hey, I, I used to own a piece of property not too far from here, right down in Vine City, yeah. and um, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no offense to Vine City. No, right. I, I used to not Vine like to go over there in the or, daytime, huh? Or, right. So, so it was real Vine. Oh, it was in the bluffs. Yeah. 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 So you didn't want to go there in the daytime? I didn't want to go there in the daytime. The squirrels look sad, man. Everything looks sad over there. Man. I'm serious. It, it, it was it was depressing over there, but um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I sold that property back in 2017. I don't know what happened to it, and I'm not going by there tonight to look at it. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably gentrified yeah. right now. You no. think so? Because it, 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 I was area. waiting for it to come, and it never came while I owned it. it so came. I just tried to get out from under it. Yeah. Is, the gentrif- is, the gen- is gentrification H- going H- on over there now? They trying their mm-hmm. hardest to yeah. gentrify mm-hmm. the bluff. I need y'all yeah. to hold on. I need y'all to hold well, on. Well, oh, on but, but we say hold on now. Hold we, on. we need some real stuff, man. But here's the problem. Let me ask you a question about that, though, because you're saying hold on. Hold on to keeping it ran down and dilapidated, no, no, though. No, 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 no. 
keeping the heart of it, but the original heart of it wouldn't run down. Yeah, exactly. That's but now saying. it's becoming I mean, that way, though. That's, that's no, they, it's been they that way. Took when, the when, money yeah. out. Uh, what? Yep. Blame Campbell with the Olympics. He took the money out. He pushed mm. the money out. Mm. I, 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 he pushed the money out. Okay, I, I, explain that to me about how you take the. Because I've heard people say this. The people and I don't that were taking it, care of the neighborhood, the people that cared about the neighborhood, the people that could afford to do what the neighborhood was and mm-hmm. keep it that way. When we had to do everything we had to do infrastructure wise for the 96 Olympics under Bill Campbell, they left. They okay. was like deuces. I didn't know I'm that. making it too hard. Okay. And at that point, you got to think about it. When you're tearing down projects to build stadiums and this, that, or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're pushing those people further and further into what is now empty, mm-hmm. and you're just letting it run down. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's true. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Okay, so because no money's coming in because the houses yeah. are, are going down and it's That's just true. barren yeah. land right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I got you on that then. That and then sense. when you raise taxes. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. when money does, quote unquote, come in, they come in with the mindset that, oh, I'm moving from New York, L.A., all these expensive places. I'm going to immediately charge you this amount of money. Mm -hmm. But people can't afford that to live there. I guess my question is that the people there, though, the people who actually live there, like like I always always question this because I even grew up in a in a in a in a in a hood. And my question is, why don't the people who actually live there take care of what they have? There are people that do. But unfortunately, a lot of times it becomes easier to take care of what take care of what you have and what's there and then it eventually is like well i gotta take care of me mine like me you my four no more and if we can get out we can get out because like rick says they come in raising taxes they come and do all this stuff so you end up pushing out the good Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, okay. all that stays is the bad. Okay. And a lot of times, taken care of by you anyway. Yeah, and that's what, and still, that's what I'm saying. Even the bad who's still there, they should, they should appreciate their what they have and Why do something free? with it. People don't appreciate free stuff. I, but that then that to me is sort of a problem because why uh, we're giving you if, if someone is giving you something and you're not taking care of it, then I'm like, OK, because then that's why they take it back from you and they move in. That's when gentrification does happen we, when we don't buy the block. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and like I think T.I. said he brought he tried to buy the block, but then the crackheads came back and was mm-hmm. like, hey, we ain't leaving the block. though." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can't when you go in and you try to put your heart like you might say. Like you, you probably did. I'm just I'm speaking for you, I guess. Mm-hmm. But what happened with you when you put your hard-earned money into the property? Did it? Did it? Was it? Did, was it, did it? Uh, did people uh, ransack your place? Did people like mess up your investment? I didn't invest in it for that reason. Okay. So um, I had a the 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 house next to me was owned by an investor as well, mm-hmm. and he was pumping money into the property. But as he was pumping money into it, they were still in his copper. Yeah. They were still in his AC, all that stuff. So I knew better than to pump money into it. What I wanted to happen was as the neighborhood began to transform and I saw some of the either that or um, I would once you see that element, that negative element moving out, then you can start pumping money into it because it's not as much a threat. For them to come in and destroy what you've invested in so and then part of part of the sad part that happens a lot of times is the negative element doesn't actually live there Mm -hmm. they just know about it Mm -hmm. and they know it's easy yeah that's true when you have the people that do care don't get any support oh yeah you could drive like 
I live in the burbs, but I'm going to come up here and right. act a fool right. and go back to my home in Fayetteville when my parents take care of me. Yeah. But I'm going to come to Atlanta and act mm-hmm. a fool on the weekend. Doc, is but it a state of... I, I, I tell you... No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was going to say, what really made me sell the property wasn't even the element. It was the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the code enforcement over there, Horrible. I mean, because <laughs> you got people, they'll, they'll just dump. They, I mean, yep. I had mattresses, yeah, um, exactly. tires, That's sinks. Exactly. And the code enforcement would come through and say, hey, you know, you got to come to court and pay $2,000 for this. Yeah. And that happened to me twice. And I was like, nah, we need to get out from under this. So. Doc, is it a state of mind? Is it a state of mind with people who, who are living like this? Who, how, how do we change their mind to make them do better? You, you got to want better, but how do you make them do better? Even when you know better, you may not want to do better because it takes too much work. It's too challenging for you to then uproot all of what your family's been doing, yeah. everybody around you. Mm-hmm. And even if you're just one house... Everybody around you has to want to change the neighborhood. That's true. Yeah. And so even if I come in and I'm like, oh, I want to do this. I keep up everything. I, if there's an HOA, mm-hmm. like we know that these things exist. But yeah. if you genuinely don't have support and everybody else does not, like even when I see litter, I'm upset. Even um, if I don't yeah. live yeah. in that space, I'm yeah. like, hold on. Are you throwing stuff out the window? Because you have to care. And if you just as a mass don't care, mm-hmm. then Who's going to want to clean up anything? Mm-hmm. Who, who's yeah. going to want to come in and change it? And it, it just doesn't happen. And so you are one person. But then if you don't get the support as that one person, you're going to leave. And mm-hmm. and I think that's why we that's, always have these these true. red line zones that stay that way. Yeah. Because no one's like, well, I'm not going to leave my home. I've been here forever. But I'm not going to try and clean it up. I'm gonna just leave. I'm just mm-hmm. move. Yeah. So when someone comes in and they gentrify it, we're upset. But no one's taking the time to just buy the stuff to then clean it out and to then ask, mm-hmm. okay, where's the support? Maybe I can't do it. Maybe there isn't crowdfunding available for you know my family, my culture, because we don't come from wealth. So let me ask these investors. Let me talk mm-hmm. to these schools. Let me let me see what I can do yeah. before someone comes in and says, ooh, I'm going to take this $30,000 home, put it on Zillow for like two hundred and ten. I've yep. seen that. Yep. I'm like, yep. how do we? Yeah. But even at 210, I'm like. That's a good price. It's a wonderful like, price. Hey, you know what? That's but not from that bad. Thirty thousand. Yeah, yeah, what did you buy? Yes. Hey, you got to take advantage. People gonna take advantage if whenever the, whenever the opportune time, whenever the opportunity presents itself, people are gonna take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Well, same. Yes, Rick. You got a little Christmas gift um about two weeks ago, then. Did I? Sunday night about two okay. Sundays ago. Uh, oh yes, yes, yes. Album of the year, baby. Album of the year. She is. Album of the year, man. She Come on, man. She Come, come on. No. You don't, you don't like the album? I like, but it might be five songs on oh there that I God. may go back. Y'all got to be talking about Kanye. 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 Yes. Uh, so talking about uh, might have a good five. Man. Man. Might have. Seriously. Okay. That is like, that's like me going to church right now. That's like a spiritual. That whole album is spiritual. Nah, hey, there's some bad church. There's some bad church. There is bad church. Okay, Lord Jesus Lord. Jesus Lord, praise God. Uh, he tried this before. I, I, I mean, the album is nice. To no, me. it's not like that. But, but you're a stand. I'm not a stand. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm not a stand. <laughs> I, I need you to look Ooh. up the definite. I, I need you to Ooh. listen to Eminem. I listen to Eminem. <laughs> I am not a stand. I do not support everything Kanye does. 
But dude, I appreciate the artistic, the artistic nature of what he's trying to do. Man, man, I haven't listened to it all the way through. You can't listen to it all the way through. You gotta listen to the album in shifts. Yeah, thank you. Exactly. No, exactly. If all you care about is selling dope, twerking, and shooting each other, then yes, you're not gonna like this album. If you only care about thuggetry and stuff like that, you're not gonna like. I don't even listen to thuggetry and all like that. You probably listen to pour some syrup and all this sipping syrup and stuff like that. So what does it do for you? It, it's like it's to me. It's like a spiritual. If you just like, Must if you just sit out and chill, it's not something that you're gonna try to dance to in a club or anything like that. It's to me. It's just something that if you just like on a on a relaxed day and you're just going through some stuff, just listen to the album. Because like I say, the song Jesus Lord. Uh, uh, shoot. I, 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 man, I got about see, five. See, yeah. if you really was about it, you'd have been running it off like that. Nah, no, yeah. no, I haven't listened to it today. I, I decided it. not to listen to it today. And, and me too. I'm boycotting Yesterday that. and the day before that either. What? Bruh, I wrong. told you I might can see, give you five. That means that you, you got to listen to it. I, I don't care. You know what? Hey, I tried. Stacks. Will, I tried. I know y'all tried. I tried to get Well, you didn't do stats wrong. I'll try. You did. The best song on there is the best song on there. Yeah, stats. It, 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 don't, don't, is it Griselda's on it? Griselda? Yeah, that's a five. Like, see, I'm gonna tell you why he don't that's like two it. Locks. That's why I, I knew that's why he the didn't locks, like it. The locks is on there. I they, knew they that's why he didn't like it. I just think I told you if you like thuggetry and BS oh, like that, it. you ain't gonna like it. I'm not even like that. Come about on, Griselda. <laughs> brick on my brick. That's what I knew. I'm telling you. If you <laughs> like Negro, I'm gonna use the word that I don't even like to use on this. If you like Negro music, then you ain't gonna like that Kanye. And I'm telling you, Bruh. if all you want to hear is twerking, Thuggetry. and all you want to hear is thuggetry, shooting each other, Thuggetry. selling dope, brick on my brick, because when you said, <laughs> I told you, no. I told you. I like lyrics. Thuggetry. You know, I, I like the lyrics. You know what I'm saying? I, I like the, the, got lyrics. Yes. The skills. Say yes, the same absolutely. Thing about 100%. Dope. 100%. How many ways can you just keep talking about dope all day, people? It's the you technique, though. Exactly. Exactly. Just cadence about it today. Exactly. They called it a new name. Right. They called it Sarah Jane today instead of calling it Becky. I mean, what? Hey, do what you got to do now. Just to make that rhyme. Hey. Technique is key. Oh, God. Listen to the kind. Listen to And then the following Friday. Ooh. Certified Lover Boy. Hey, oh, that's Love All is my song. Okay. I Certified Lover Boy. Drop. I'm a Drake fan, fan, but I have it. I can't even hear it yet. Five songs. Yeah, I'm an Five songs. Five songs. You get that one, five songs? Too? I give you five songs. I dog. haven't heard it all the way through yet. See, I stopped at Love Rick, All. You got to talk about shooting for Rick. Like, no, no. You're not a shooter. No, no, no. I'm not a shooter. I'm not a shooter. Rick ain't a shooter, but Rick wants people to do I'm not a shooter. You can miss me with all the shit. Shoot him up, baby. We're ready to hear about shooting. Five, about five <laughs> no. songs. But see, um. the, the difference is that I have followed Drake for a very long time. And Comeback Season, that energy Comeback that he used to give yeah. was an amazing yeah. album. The mixtapes, yeah. God, listen to this thing. And then when he came through with So Far Gone, he was he was transitioning to that. Yeah. But he did not sing. That's yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. Comeback Season, he didn't sing on one song. Mm-hmm. He had all, all female vocals. And there might have been a guy sprinkled in. And but, I wish he'd stop singing now. Yeah, he, I don't even know where that came from. Because his original energy was not like that. Because he has no soul. It's, there's no soul in his singing. Ooh, Drake, I like Drake. There is oh, no man. soul in Drake's uh, singing. His dad told him That's he could fair. sing. Uh, he's Why did his daddy do that? Why? 
it. <laughs> so oh, that. That's fair. That's cute. It's okay to I tell your kids no. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. I don't think they know that word it's okay. Me. You can't do You're everything. You can't do everything, son. <laughs> Be great at what you are. No, listen, the people allow it. They say you can do anything you want. Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. But no. Mm-hmm. So, 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 now Will, let me ask you this then. I'll answer. Kanye's feature with Zay, Drake's feature with Dre. Well, Kanye, all right, so here's the problem with that. Kanye, Drake, Jay did Kanye's verse at four o'clock that day when uh we were at the show mm-hmm. uh what was that august whatever day that was mm-hmm. um so he, it was like six hours before the sh- well five hours before the show was supposed to start mm-hmm. so i don't think jay put that much into it like jay actually wrote something wrote something jay don't write nothing if y- y'all believe that crap let me tell y'all something <laughs> i'm gonna tell y'all something right now that y'all can understand about rappers when a rapper tell you that they don't write that's a lie i'm gonna tell you why i say that's a lie they write that stuff and then they go to the studio and they hear a beat and they're like, okay, the rap that I already wrote months ago can go with that beat. Don't sit there and believe that. I, 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 I think that goes on. Don't sit there and believe that. That does go on with some rappers, but not all. No. Don't sit there and believe Jay Z just sits there and it's like, oh yeah, off of my top of my head, I just come up with this. Uh, no just because I hear a beat. No. no one said that either. No, that's what Rick said. Jay don't write. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he Jay said he don't write. Jay <laughs> said he don't write. <laughs> Wayne said he don't write. Jay this, said this. that because Big said that. That's Big said he didn't Big write. Big said he didn't write. Yeah. <laughs> I know. If anybody didn't write, I probably believe Big don't write. But I don't know. Jay, Jay well, wrote. Big can't write nothing right now. You can't just come up with double entendres and tell me that you didn't write. Yeah. I mean, no, the story. You come up with double entendres. You the story is when when uh, Biggie made things. Juicy, he had been messing around all day and yeah. had to be all day. Yeah. And then. When it was time to record, he just went in there and recorded something. See, and believe, that's what we got. But I could believe Biggie, though. But I that's, could believe Biggie but, didn't but write that's something. Jay, but that, Jay-Z has like, the same approach. Jay, you cannot write. You, you cannot tell me Jay don't write some of this stuff. Not physically write. Not like with a pen and paper. So he writes in his brain like a... Yeah. <laughs> Sheldon does. They're Sheldon, probably you watch it. Sheldon does. He's writing in the air. He's writing in the air. He would say, he would say something like, no, like they didn't this. work. And then he would record it. Yeah. He, he, don't do he just writes in the There's probably oh some God. stuff God. with one man, take, but. Get out of here. They're all I'm not stand. Y'all talking about, I'm a stand. Y'all some stand. I would never say he would probably have one take. No. Might just take his phone and record whatever thoughts he got, and then later on be like, "Yeah, that works." Okay, my bad. Okay, that works. Then he said, "Then Lil Wayne took the second." Okay, 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 okay. okay. Jay don't write, right? Jay don't write. Not physically right. Okay, (laughs) Jay even said in a song he used to sit at the table. He used to. He used to sit. He used to sit at. So he used to tell me you don't write if you wrote, told me you wrote. Wayne he said write. he used to write. Right? Wayne, Wayne did a mixtape of what a hundred bars or a thousand bars. Oh, 10, that was that was now, ten thousand bars. That's when he I'll, that's okay. when he, he took all his old rhymes and, and, and did all and threw it and, and, and got rid of it. Now I'm gonna all tell you something papers, about Wayne now. All the papers. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you the difference I think about Wayne. Wayne on so many damn drugs. I can probably believe <laughs> that. I would agree with that. If he's sober up, he's done. Yeah, he's not good. No more creativity. I don't want to see him sober. Yeah, I would be scared. And but but right. Things in your mind when you. I mean, you have to be high to come up with. Weezy F baby and the F is for phenomenal and people yeah. like oh that's good. Yeah. Like, that's not how you say right. it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You exactly. drop out at thirteen. The F is for phonics. What do you want? That don't start with an F either. <laughs> I know 
adult, but they keep using it. But he did drop out at 13, so it makes sense. Yeah. Like, like, we, 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 he supposed to be like a Harvard grad, though? Uh, I think he's a psychology student at some point. Um, Ooh, but I don't know. Way. Yeah, yeah, he went by school. You sure? He yeah. said he went to like an Ivy League. That's the whole like. How? I know. I know. Oh, I know Swiss Beats did that. When did he get the GED? These are questions people nobody asks. I need papers. Exactly. Rappers just be saying stuff. Hey, y'all, about that time. We're gonna get ready to take a break because we're gonna get back to come back on um the real eleven hundred radio. So um. Were you mean to your baby when we beat them? Who? Were you mean to your daughter when we beat them? Oh no! Oh. Her, and da- her. And da- you were supposed to be mean so fu- to her. No, it's so funny. Her and Dana were like mean, mean texting each other. They should like little little things. <laughs> Clemson against Georgia. It was cute. She's an adult. Go dogs! Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. an adult. But um, y'all please stand by, and we will be right black. Eighty eleven hundred. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Random-ish with King and Sane and the lovely Starlight. I couldn't help but notice your pain. My pain? It runs deep. Share it with me. So much for cover, me and my man 
ain't got a plan, kick a major done So if you're old, then look, look for the gauge to bust I like the pressure with the street fame It's a deep game, and my mama always crying Yo, there's so much pain And the lovely starlight, I am Will Sane. It's your boy Rick Kang. I am in the building. I am on the bulls. I am behind the glass. The lovely starlight is in the building. Howdy, howdy. The yeah. super duper producer Greg is in the building. Greg, say what up? Big Shook. Yo. Y'all know what this is. This ain't never some good old fashioned barbershop style conversation. And this in barbershop, no conversation is taboo. We have but one rule and one rule only will. What is that rule? That rule is say what you mean, mean what you say, just don't be mean when you say it. Charlie, please tell the people what to do to be a part of the show. If you would like to call and you are local, the number is 404-603-8770. And if you're in your mammy basement, please let her know that the phone call is on us. It's not one of them nine 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 nine. Nah, 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 Will, that is very interesting. I'll tell you about it later. Oh, okay, 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 my brother. That's not one of them freaky diggy notes. But every now and then, we dibble and dab in freaky diggy I need a private glass on my screen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, And the number is one triple eight nine two six seven five seven five. Um, right now you can catch us on facebook and talking uh, facebook and youtube live that's talking random it's t-a-l-k comma up top apostrophe and t-a-l-k comma up top apostrophe uh, talking random ish we are live right now wherever you are pod we are casting holla at your folks like subscribe dislike hate not hate and share and um get in come on in here to this barbershop and holler at your folk um we got family back in the building um (laughs) y'all heard her lovely voice how you do miss ma'am i'm wonderful i probably should be telling y'all who i am you can call me dr jackson you can call me Lisa. you can just say whatever as long as not disrespectful (laughs) (laughs) and we also got new fam in the building um (laughs) If y'all know this guy, you know this guy. What's good with you, my brother? Man, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. 
Oh man, glad to have you in the building. What's your name and why you hit my barber shop, my um, bro? I'm Vince Morris, and um, I'm here because you invited me. Evidently, you find me interesting. <laughs> you one of the six people that find me interesting because <laughs> I only get six likes whenever I post. So it's, it's the same six people. So I'm glad you you one of them. Hey man, um, it's 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 probably kind of hard sometimes, you know. Algorithms. Hey man, um, you know, um, just want to give you the benefit of that. Hey, but um, during the break, we played this song on um, Tupac played a little bit on um, September 13, 1996 Ooh. was a day. It was a dark day. Mm-hmm. Do y'all remember where y'all was on that day? Yep. 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 Where, where was you at, Will? Getting off from work at Subway here in Atlanta. Okay. Sandwich artist. Yes. yes. I was good at it, too. <laughs> it's when you used to cut was the bread at the top. Real back okay. then? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, but oh, I got a oh, I got a nasty story. No, nah, we, 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 we don't. Thank, thank, thank you, but no thanks. Two men came nope. in the store. Nope. Like I like, I want lots of mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> I like mayonnaise. And the other guy said, "Hey, I know you do." <laughs> I said, "Ugh." <laughs> 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 that is not where I thought that was going. Probably don't thought all the mayonnaise. I don't want to make y'all sandwich. <laughs> I'm gonna make you a foot long. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh, that is that where I thought. Let's go. Oh, my bad. My bad. On <laughs> Starlight, well, <laughs> what were you at that 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 day? Ooh, I was in the parking lot at Bible study, and one of the few times I do remember ever in life blacking out when oh. I heard the news. Hmm. Miss Dr. Jackson, Mm. where were you? Well, I was in sixth grade, so I don't remember exactly what was going on, but I do know that my brother was a humongous Tupac fan, so I was by default kind of pulled into that. And he introduced me to that because, you know, being that age, you really don't, like now you can pick up any artist Mm -hmm. and and enjoy that kind of space, but an 11-year-old, probably not so much. And so I didn't know a whole lot about it. And uh, I just remember seeing just this like anguish like you said blacking out like there's this i think probably nipsey now yes that's mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. where i could be with tupac then okay. if i had been this age then yes so okay. i saw that on his face and I, that's what i remember i don't remember what i was doing i just remember his response and he was a really big fan he was like 18 at the time mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah he was really mm-hmm, really sad Vince. Yes, sir. What were you? I was actually, I remember we were, we were watching, we were in Parkview. Um, that, that's in Athens. And, uh, so we from. the Greek. <laughs> and um, we were watching the fight that night. It was uh, Tyson and Selden, mm-hmm. I think. And I think that fight lasted all in 90 seconds, maybe. And, um, yeah, it was right after that. And I remember that was, that was the night he got shot. Yeah. And then when he passed, I remember I was in my mama's kitchen when I got that news. And that mm. was devastating, man. That was devastating. Yes, sir. Be sure. Uh, I was in the seventh grade. I think I was at a friend's yes. house, and we saw it uh, announced on BET. Yes. Like a BET That's, news break. Yes. And I just don't, where was I at? We just sat there and watched it. Like we just sat there in silence and watched it yes. because we 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 had watched the fight the weekend before, mm-hmm. and um, we heard that he got shot. And I was thinking, like, well, he's been shot before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had been shot before. Yeah. 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 Everybody thought that. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yes. Don't need to worry. Yeah. He's like Superman or something. Yeah. Exactly. And we like I remember we just sat there and watched their BET coverage. Yeah. And I was in um ATD training school, military. Had just recently got out of boot camp, went over there to school. Um, like I said, the 13th, so that was my birthday. Um, me and the fellows were sneaking in bottles to the room, so we were going to play space and drink all night. And before we get, got started, we heard the news that Tupac and went home. Mm-hmm. Boy. Yeah. That took that took that that that, that um, Tangeray to a whole nother level that mm-hmm. evening. Why do we call it going home? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just, it just, I'm sorry. I think heaven. I got ADD, y'all. No, heaven. Going because back to where you were. If, yeah. Because if you believe in the creator, mm-hmm. you're going back to the creator. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be here. Okay. We're, we're just back. here visiting. This is temporary. Supposed, we don't stay here. Yeah. I just like, I, I just don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just, I'm Up just, yonder. Mm-hmm. Up I, mean, I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. like going home is just like uh, I've never been there. It's something <laughs> like, so it, the, the finality know of it. You don't I've want never it to been there. I've been to my dad's good. nuts. Right, you do there. want it to sound. <laughs> 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 oh no. So, right. so yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Would y'all still consider yourselves fans today? Because yes. I'm definitely a big Tupac yes. fan. Oh, now. Yeah. I can oh, say. Yeah. Nah, I wouldn't call myself a Tupac fan. Not today. I'm a fan, but it's like. <laughs> I don't I don't worship Tupac the way the world right. worships Tupac. Right. Like yeah. a beehive kind of thing. Yeah, I'm not yeah. in the hive. Yeah, yeah I wasn't I wasn't a uh, a big fan of his music. I thought he was a great actor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've mm-hmm. seen Juice probably literally a hundred times. One of my favorite. He did. He did a great job of that. That character, I was like, <laughs> Yeah, it was convincing. How far yeah. did Very. you get into this? Yeah. Absolutely. So so and it's almost like he never came out of he, that character. He, he, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. What right. you saying, Will? No, I was saying, Greg, you're not. A, you weren't a fan of the music. And I'm not bashing you. Well, like I said, we're like, I, I didn't. I didn't grow up listening to a lot of rap music. I heard a few of his songs, mm-hmm. but the genre as a whole, I wasn't really into. I mean, I knew he was because I had seen the movies. Yeah. I had seen Juice mm-hmm. and Above the Rim and Poetic Justice. So like I, I, was, I was a, I was a fan of him as an actor. Wow, good movie. Uh, exactly good movie collection. But yes. as far as the the music, I just heard a few songs. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. like, well, he's good, but it just wasn't something I was into. What did you used to listen to? Because you always say this. <laughs> like, I listen I listened to a lot of jazz growing up. Really? Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Dang. Okay. Who's your favorite? I, I do. Eclectic. Uh, I li- a lot of, uh, well, most of what I listened to was, I guess, the jazz fusion era mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. 70s. So people like Bob James and mm-hmm. Joe Sample oh, and good. Herbie Hancock. Okay. I only know okay. Herbie. And that's just because of them. Bob yeah. James <laughs> is one of the most sampled yeah. musicians yeah. of you know all time. Music. Bob James? Try yeah. Call Quest. They, they sampled a lot of yes. Bob James in it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think okay, that Electric Relaxation came. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and that's one of the best albums ever, man. Yes, sir. Those two albums. Midnight Marauder, hands down. Definitely top ten albums. Yes, sir. My bad. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. It's good to know that, right? Yes, sir. Um, Speaking of anniversaries um tomorrow september 11th is the 20th reunion or anniversary of 9 11. yeah where were you 20 years ago where were you i I know exactly where i was yeah yeah. Yeah, i was in the bed and you know because i was living with my pops at the time and i think it was either turtle music or warehouse music was in out the out shopping center 
and the blueprint was dropping that day. Yes, exactly. And mm. I was waiting for them to open. Yes. So I can go get the blueprint. Yes. That's when you bought CDs. Yeah. For, for those that don't know. It was turtles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you listen to it <laughs> while you're reading the reading the credits. Yes, so so I remember turning on the TV. I think it was my dad told me to turn on the TV. And I caught it after the first plane it hit. I didn't see the first plane. Yeah. But then while I was watching, you saw the second plane hit. And I was like, this is not a game. Yes, sir. And yeah, that's where I was, man. Yeah. And shout out to your pops, one of the great, yeah. brilliant minds of useless information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll kill in the game of Jeopardy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Seven o'clock, you know where he's at. <laughs> nah, thank you. Conversation. Yes, Greg, what were you? I was, uh, I was a senior in high school, and I had... Um, like we were talking about the college prep and the different like yeah. high school tracks. Mm -hmm. So I was on the college prep track. So I had had a, psych a psychology class. <laughs> okay. And oh, getting your mind right. We were, and but in the class because the, I don't know the, the teacher was a former hippie had to be, but we were we we mostly just watched movies and discussed that as far as from a psychological aspect that's what basically what the class was oh, we were watching on golden pond i never saw that golden pond that's yeah. with um Catherine hepburn yeah uh, henry fonda did y'all watch one one flew over the cuckoo's nest yes no, we never we didn't watch that you, not yeah. in school yeah we watched that one in school yeah did you watch it in school i didn't watch it in school oh but i did see it and we i don't think we could see it in school oh we saw it in school yeah they wouldn't let us watch yeah, it. yeah we were in the middle of watching that movie and then he uh he just gets up he's like okay i got news that someone flew a plane into the world trade center so he turns the movie off goes to whatever news channel it was and then class ended so we're all just trying to figure out like what we don't we still not sure what's going on mm -hmm. and the next class i had spanish class next and as soon as we walked in there the tv was on and we saw the second plane like right as we were walking everybody in everybody catch the second plane yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. then the there first. was yeah. a um there were there was an announcement for all the teachers to turn the tv off turn it off wow Doctor, uh, I was in my junior year actually. <laughs> right behind <laughs> like each right other. Neck and neck. Um, I was in a pottery class, and I yeah. Pottery. What school did you go to? Oh, a, a college prep school. I didn't even know we had this much in common. There was literally I, I'm in the middle of something, and the little announcement came over. And there, you know, there was a real grave, like uh, just a whole, mm -hmm. you could just hear it. And, and yeah. the person couldn't really get through saying what was happening, but you could just tell that there had been a plane. And so then they were saying, if you need the day, if you need to call loved ones, if you need to go home, like, I remember that being the case. And I was like, what, wait, what am I listening to? And then we had an opportunity to see it on a, t on a screen and we couldn't watch it long because again, it was like, mm, yeah. you probably don't need to see how this unfolds, mm -hmm. especially now that we've seen it and we know where it was going. I'm glad they had us turn it off. But I remember that and I probably will never forget it because everybody in school who had people in New York or who knew of anybody who was just familiar with it or they were old enough to just have enough to know what was happening. Yeah. It was a really sad day mm -hmm. and I just can't even, now that we know, I guess, 
how it happened, I don't, we never revisit that. We yeah. all just kind of yeah. laugh it off like, oh, the president and, and they, this was a plan. And, and we never really go back to that. But if you really thought about it now, if that happened now, would we be so forgiving if it happened in maybe Atlanta mm-hmm. or a place where it wipes out like a really big population of people that would still be upset today? Yeah. And not just, ooh, let's just rebuild a trade center. And, and it's already been you know, knocked down before. And yep. we already have that. And, and we were talking about Biggie Rhymes and stuff like that. Yes. I mean, we had that yeah. as yes. a reference. Like they don't need to play that song. At all. At all. Because yeah. yeah. they don't want to remind you mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. But I, I think because of that, I, we would have to then think, what does 20 years revisiting this mean? Yeah. Because if we already know that now people inside are going to tell you maybe 10 to 15 years later that they were a part of it, does that mean that like all the stuff that's happening now with COVID and yeah. things that people are yeah. circling, like these sound like theories and they sound like things, but people remember, mm-hmm. no, 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 Tuskegee, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. World Trade, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> so in a few years, yes, Lincoln, JFK, like things like that where people are involved. So it's, it's bittersweet because you know that fear makes laws and that's why they do stuff like that. But it's true. It's not fun to hear about it. Starlight. I was in my sophomore year at Georgia State. Damn. Oh, at Georgia State. Okay. I was like, y'all all behind each other? Okay. I had just just left my morning geology class. I was on my way to my second class, and we passed by. I passed by a bunch of people in the hallway looking at a TV. We were like, what is this? See smoke in the building. was like, oh, Okay. I guess one of those planes, they they like to hit buildings when it's foggy or something for some reason up there. And watch plane to hit. Mm. And it was like, wait, everybody was kind of looking like, what, what, what did we just see? What, what just happened? And then we got out to the courtyard of Georgia State. R.I.P. Courtyard. It's not there anymore. Yeah. They tore it down and made something else. But, um... <laughs> get out there and just the sea of literally almost every student that attended Georgia State with a phone in the air trying to get a signal because mm-hmm. everything was shut down. Oh, shut it down? Mm-hmm. Like yes, even okay. landlines yeah. yes, were messed up at that point. Wow. Yes, sir. And we remember everybody's trying to figure out, okay, what do we do if they're hitting cities? And then we heard, then by that point, that's when we heard about the Pentagon and then the plane that they were able to take down in Philly and we were like wait we're a big city we we the, our capital's right there like what um what's going on and so waiting for the I remember I had to go to work at the student rec center so we, everybody was at work and at that point all the TVs in the rec center are on and they're playing the news for people at this point we didn't stop all the music and we were just waiting and then just seeing the sea of students going to the train stations trying to leave because no one wanted to still be in the city because we didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I got home, I remember just literally laying with my head on my mom's lap. And by that point, the news had it on a loop. And after about the 10, 20, 30th time of you seeing this, you're starting to see like, this looks too much like Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So, and at that point, my mind is already thinking like, who's behind this? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Who did this? Mm-hmm. What? Like, this just doesn't seem real. And it was, it's definitely a day that mm-hmm. to borrow from um, FDR, 
it was definitely a day in infamy for me in my history. Same. Yes, sir. What were you? I was at a Joint Forces headquarters for the Georgia Army National Guard. Um, it was crazy because, like everybody else, and I'm starting to wonder if it was tape delayed. Like, did everybody did they just replay that? Because everyone saw that second plane. So I'm well, like, it, I, I, I think it was just like, like the first plane. And like, so the first plane happened, like, it and is. everyone was probably like, "What's going on? But, Let's yeah. get a camera on that." But see, this was the thing. This is what got me was because when I first heard it, right? Was uh, 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 I remember uh, a friend of mine, coworker, he said, "Hey man, a plane just flew into the to the Twin Towers," and I said. Okay. And I'm thinking it's a crop duster. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. so, so that happens. So what? Like, okay. Crop yeah, duster yeah. hit it. All right, cool. You know, ugh, too bad. It's bad. Messed up. And then when we turn on the TV, I'm like, oh, shit. a plane plane. And that's what took And then when you started hearing about all the other things that were going yeah. on, mm-hmm. they just hit DC. Then we heard that there was a bomb somewhere that blew up. And I'm like, and now I'm starting to get to like, I'm already got anxiety. And now my anxiety really freeing up like, oh crap, we are under Pearl Harbor type mm-hmm. attack right now. So the first thing we, we start thinking is like, we better go to war, y'all. Get, get we, Do we need to go grab guns? And then everyone comes and tells us, calm down, y'all, calm down. You know, we don't know what's going on. And I remember leaving work that night and it was hard to go, it was hard to go home, get home. It's hard to go to sleep. But I remember stopping at an IHOP and I stopped at an IHOP and I'm in my uniform and I'm sitting there eating and <laughs> the waitress comes over and she says, don't worry, your meal's been taken care of. And I jump up and run out. And I, I, all I could think about was somebody finna try to kill me. Hmm. I don't know why I thought that, but it, that, whole, that whole day made me so paranoid about being in the military, about what's, are they trying to kill Americans? Are they trying to, even though I'm in America, like are they trying to kill Americans? What's going on? Yeah, and so it, 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 it so I, I tell you, I tell people. People ask me, do I think it should be a holiday? I don't think it should be a holiday, but I do think people need to continue to get out and express their feelings on how they feel and how traumatic that day was for them. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. On on the holiday tip though, I I did appreciate when on the calendar it was listed as Patriots Day only because September twelfth, two thousand one, was a weird day, and even more so because I think that was probably the only day that at least majority people in this country thought that maybe somehow we should be trying to find a way to live up to the dream we sell Mm -hmm. of the country and it's like can we get there and that and i think that's what made the push to this whole mindset now of can we even get there is it realistic can it be achieved so it's like i think that whole thought process started that day for the generations that are here now and that have been birthed since i was in nas atlanta mm-hmm. cag 20 um sitting at my desk and if you don't know what nas atlanta is that's the naval base mm-hmm. right over there on dobbins air force base 
um tag 20 um is the CAG 20 was the basically the hub where we had different units that reported to us that day my job got real yeah because now um like i said we were sitting there at the desk i got a phone call on my desk hey did you see that what you talking about a plane just so i told one of the officers hey y'all hearing the thing so they grabbed tvs and put them into the workstation and workplace and we started watching and like it's like everybody else as soon as we got the tv on we see the second plane hit mm -hmm. yep. and at that point we all knew that life as we knew it in the military Change, had changed Change, um like i say the phone started ringing mm -hmm. we called in all our squadrons hey y'all are, are the planes ready now planes got to get ready mm -hmm. yeah because we don't know if we got to take off when we got to take off um so my job for the next foreseeable future was airplane readiness are y'all ready to get off the ground to make this journey? Um, it became crazy. But the, now the month following that was probably the only time in America I have seen a United States of America. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. That was the only time I have ever seen a United States of America. For a good week. Two weeks. I say two. Yeah, I say about a good two weeks. Full, 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 full pay cycle. The only reason I say a good week is because probably like a few days later, everybody was selling T-shirts and flags yeah. and marking the, and make it a marketing pull. Yeah. Forget or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Now yeah. would never forget. Yeah, yeah. 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 So people start profiting profiting off of. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's yeah. capitalism. That is fine. Yeah, but it's weird. Like for me now being an educator, having to deal with this and teaching it as an event that happened. I remember talking with my mom and my aunt, especially my aunt who was in the military, um, just like she well, she was retired by that point, but still just like, okay, you know, y'all, you were in the army during Desert Storm. So it's like, okay, that was where you went to a war. This time a war came to us. Mm -hmm. And just thinking back to like, okay, with my great, my grandfather and stuff were in the, the military, that was during the Pearl Harbor years. The other time the war came to us. And then with my parents and them living through the, all the unrest of the 60s, like that's all history to me. This was real life. And it just started, I started realizing that honestly from about 95 to 05 was a weird decade of American history happening in my lifetime that I'm now looking at as pictures in textbooks. It's like, I remember when all of this happened. Like, yeah. this is weird. But as an educator, now understanding that you know the critical race theory that's coming in does this fall in line with what they're also trying to remove because this included 
race at the time. And we know now, of course, governmentally, it's, it's something else. But it was taught that, oh, you should fear someone from the Middle East. And that this is, mm-hmm. this is an event specifically attached to that. And so it, that would go with yeah. critical race theory. What would you say? Uh, one, I hate the name critical race theory. Oh, I hate that name. And I honestly <laughs> think the name is the reason why there's been a backlash behind it. Mm-hmm. If you were just to say, we want to teach or I want to provide an open door for students to be able to find the information to all sides of things, that would be wouldn't have had no That'd issue. That'd be the American way, wouldn't w- it? Exactly. <laughs> wouldn't have had no issue. When they named it that, they shot themselves in the yeah. foot for yeah. doing exactly what they were trying to do. But it shows the fact that, oh, okay, just because you're acting like this, it proves the fact that there's something right. out there for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But as an educator on that note, it's far time for just world history to stop being read from the victor's point of view mm-hmm. or at least the first person to write it down's mm-hmm. point of view because sometimes the first one to write it down wasn't actually the victor mm-hmm. they wrote it down to make sure them said they looked like the worst victims ever mm-hmm. but it's like all right we get it you were the first one to write down or you were able to keep yours written down because you heard it word for like mouth word heard out the um, mouth or oral histories of all these ethnic groups and things before you but you actually wrote yours down and written word lasts longer than verbal word mm-hmm. got so. it i think that's actually a good segue into what we're about to talk about yes <laughs> i really do yes let's, let's let's talk about it let's talk about it <laughs> we are here tonight because of my brother vince Hmm. My classic city <laughs> brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Vincent Marvis. Thank you. <laughs> Do you want to tell us what you said? A brilliant mind, I must add. Oh, man, I appreciate that. <laughs> I wish more people felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> um. So... Don't pretty it up. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm trying to figure out. You know, okay, so, you know so wrote, I'm about to put it on the screen. You wrote something. <laughs> so I, I wrote something. You wrote something in August. It was around August. Yeah, and and you know I, I've been really since I've been married. Mm-hmm. You know I've, I've been really trying to solve this whole relationship thing, and you know there's a lot of things that you think that you have figured out. Yeah. And then something happens and it, it, it makes you understand that you don't have this thing as figured out as you thought you did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what marriage did for me. How long you been married? Three years. Okay. Got married in July 19, 2018. So you're still Aww, new. Oh, yeah, babies. We're okay. still pretty new. Any kids? Uh, no, no children. My wife is nine years older than me. Okay. okay. So I, um, she'll be 53 this year. Okay. And I'll be 44. Okay. So, yeah. So, so I've been... You know, oh, first of all, sorry. Yes, congratulations. Sir. Yeah. No, no one said that. Thank hey, God. My bad. No, no. Congratulations thank to y'all, and especially congratulations on the three years. Are you jaded? Sir? No, well, I appreciate are it. Are you jaded? No, I'm very happy for that. Are you, are you married? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Nobody wants me anymore. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm old baggage. <laughs> everybody wants a new. Go everybody wants the new Louis bag. Oh, the Louis bag. Louis is somebody for everybody. I'm the old Louis bag. Yeah. Go ahead, my brother. So yeah, so you know, I don't even remember how I got into Kevin Samuels, but um, yeah, that's the general response that you get. But when when I listen to him, I'm like everything he's saying is like spot on, and 
you know, he, he speaks a lot to who he calls his, the, <laughs> and that's what they say is his delivery. Um, and, 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 you know, I tell my wife all the time that, and this, this sounds brutal, but I think it's true, is that how you feel doesn't matter. Okay. To me, there's, there's two, two major components of an equation. Understanding and accepting what's real and what's true. And then doing what needs to be done based on what's real and what's true. Okay. How you feel about any of that doesn't matter. And I think as human beings, we tend to want to deal with how we feel first. And dealing with how you feel first doesn't really solve your problem or the root cause of your issue, okay. which you start to feel better temporarily, but your issue is still underlying. So a lot of times you need to hear what doesn't make you feel good, what, what makes you feel put off. But that's ultimately what's going to make you better. And that's what I'm really understanding with, with Kevin Samuel. So um, what drove this particular post that I made? And I mean, I, I, I dream about stuff, man. I'm, my mind is always thinking this. I'm always, you know, and I, I can wake up at 1.30. My wife would tell you, man, I can wake up at 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning and I just got to get it down. I got it because you, you, you can see the timestamp on some of my posts. It'd be like 2.30 in the morning, 3 o'clock. And I have to, as I'm thinking about it, because if I, right yeah, I got to get it out right then because it'll never come back that way. It's like when I'm cutting grass. Is that that formal, <laughs> is, is that that um, formal rapper in you? <laughs> don't bring that up. The former uh, MC. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, used, to, I, I used to do some writing. Yeah, yeah. Who in your crew? I used wasn't to try. In the, in the, uh, I used to try. You used to rap about, you used to rap about dope, didn't you? No, no, I know. I, I, no, no, nobody would take me serious about rapping about dope. No, no, no. But um, so one one thing that he spoke on is age gap dating. And, you know, just me, of course, I don't know who all from the South in here, but, um, you know, we all know that the grandparents, you know, they, you know, you had an older man with a younger woman. Yes. And just in my mind, I always thought that was perverted. You know, I always thought that that was just either a man wanting to control a woman or just pedophilia. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, that's how that's how my mind processed it. But how, then how old, how big of an age gap? made you think this i'm trying to think so i honestly don't know how old my grandparents were silly and mr silly yeah yeah color purple you know I mean, yeah you, you're dealing with a, with a well that's that's different that was well that what was, was about control was that wasn't that wasn't a pedophile that was about control was but, but 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 no 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 no, her, no, no, no. her stepfather though was about the pedophile well, well well first and foremost age gap dating is not just something that's in the african african-american oh, no. community right. i mean okay. it's cross no, when you said when you said the south it makes sense but i'm just wondering what was your what is an age gap for you that would make you go to that okay mindset? okay okay so so what kind of steered me away from the perversion of it or, or thinking that it was perverted was when Kevin Samuel started talking about a man's provisional prime and a woman's childbearing prime. So <laughs> you think about a woman gets her cycle Sorry, and, and I know it's getting earlier and earlier because of hormones and that kind of mm. thing. But I mean, maybe 50, 60 years ago, a woman might get her cycle in 14, 15. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. When, when, when would you yeah, say it was? Yeah, I mean, probably like, yeah. Uh, they were already producing by then. I would yeah. honestly say about like nine. Yeah, I would no. Ooh. I would say more like uh, not like ten, ten to twelve. Stage. That preteen yeah. age. That is true. Mm-hmm. Because okay. it's still yeah. around there now. Like in, unless, like you said, hormones are out of whack. Mm-hmm. 
it's still around there because it can get thrown up get slightly younger get even pushed up depending mm-hmm. on that hormone situation okay. but i would still give about that 10 12. so kevin okay. said because she's a 10 year old she's want she's he, he didn't. He didn't no, say that. He didn't say, <laughs> he didn't say that. That is one thing he did not. say. No, he didn't say he's that. I, I won't put that on him. He did not. I think he's an idiot. But go ahead. But 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 what what I'll say is is that okay. So in today's capitalistic society, a man doesn't really hit his strong financial stride until about 35, okay. 40, you know, and then that's when he becomes in his provisional prime. Okay. So you know when you when you talk about. Um, what Elijah Muhammad said in, in, the, in the autobiography of Malcolm X, you know, you date a woman or you marry a woman half your age plus seven. So if you're 40 years old. Is that where that calculation yeah. came from? Yes. It, well, it, I don't know if that's where it came from. That's where I was first exposed to it. That's where I was first exposed to it. That's where it came from. So nice. if, if you're 35, you date a woman 17 and a half plus seven, to about 25 years old. That's not bad. So. It's only 10 years. But these rules, and not even to cut you off. <clears> no, 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 you're good. But these rules are made with the man in mind to be the provider and the protector 100 uh, to be like he has to have the younger wife because yeah. her eggs are going to dry all up and Absolutely. so let me like and and that that has that is the issue i think yeah. we, we hit on that when it was about patriarchy leading yeah. the way mm-hmm. because these rules are made in that regard only and, and that's one of the few things that i've ever heard him speak on that I was like, Ooh. he might make sense. The uh, Kevin Samuels dude, because mm-hmm. he talks about a lot of the men that he talks mm-hmm. to. They're like, oh, well, then he was like, but you not, you not even at that level. Why that should level? she Correct. be? And I was like, oh, look, you finally said something smart. Job. <laughs> so, so, so you agree with him when he goes off no, on the no, men? No, 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 because some of them, some of the females, be like, like, ma'am, why would you even put yourself <laughs> in this situation to have this situation brought to you? Mm-hmm. And that's because I don't. My issue with him is just his delivery and, and his his list. But other than that, I'm like, like you said, he does say some things, but you just reached, you just mentioned today's capitalistic system. Mm-hmm. I've been recently going down a history rabbit hole and just looking at how the European structure of royal families was done mm-hmm. and why so many of the wives either died in childbirth or a lot of the time it's like besides just the fact you, you know you had two babies you'd be like all right they're betrothed to each other when they get of age this that whatever and sometimes they would have them get married but they were like all right y'all cannot consummate until you reach a certain age because they were finding out that even though she had reached her you know blood starting her body wasn't prepared to push out a human Mm -hmm. and that was killing them or it was hurting the baby and hurting the mother and it was just like why would y'all keep doing it Mm -hmm. so there were times where they were making people wait and they were like no you gotta at least let them get up to about 15 16 because by then you know body's starting to mature and stretch out Mm -hmm. so it can produce it and it was just like that's weird that even you know back in like 1600s 1500s people are thinking about this but it's still going on today where people are stuck in the fact that oh there's an age limit it's like yeah but that age limit is from medicine literally from the 1700s where people weren't living that long Mm -hmm. so that's part of my issue with like your statement on age part of it and then even when people like him speak on it's like if your medical knowledge or scientific knowledge is coming from old things then it's kind of but what what's old and outdated about what he's saying so i mean so 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 that people can understand Mm -hmm. what did you write 
Oh, I wrote a lot. So, um, I wrote, if, if, if you want me to read it verbatim. Yeah, you can. Is, yeah. Um, one, that the primary function of sex is procreation. Is, okay. is there any disagreement with that? The primary? The primary function. I don't function, think so. I really? disagree. So, what would you say I, it is? I say pleasure. Because, pleasure. Because the primary function of sex yes, is pleasure? I think so. The primary, well, the primary... Uh, no. Well, what, what is what, 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 primary? Why did God even give you sex? Primary. For pleasure. Sorry, are, are you, are you <laughs> I think he gave him a pleasure because if he was right. anything better, right. he wouldn't have gave it to he him. Right. 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 Let, me, let me ask a clarifying right. question. I'm going to ask okay. a clarifying question. Yes. Okay. Are you talking about the operation? Like, what is sex operational for? What is the primary function of sex? When you, what is sex designed to accomplish? Well, if you're speaking biblically... I'm, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. I think pleasure. So, I, so, I, so you guys would say sex is designed for pleasure over procreation. I, I'm, ask, I'm still asking the clarifying question to make sure that I understand. If you're okay. asking about functionality of like the reason why sex exists, is this is this because primary function? We just take that out for a second. Okay. But are you asking about the existence of sex? Why does it exist? It is like it for procreation? If, if that's it, yes. Okay. Then, then that is yes. I would say, okay, now when you say it that way, I agree, yes. But the way you say it, I think it's, if you ask me what's the primary function of it, the way you just say it that way, no. I think it's sex. I mean, pleasure. But no. really? Yes. Really? That's it's secondary. A, it's pleasure pleasure is secondary. No, so what's secondary is the kid. Because the first thing I do is I have pleasure. But that's from your standpoint. <laughs> the secondary thing is but, the no, but, but you're that's looking at it personal. That's from your standpoint. The, the function of sex is procreation. I mean, that, that is that is why you why a man, a man and a woman come together in the physical act of bonding to procreate. No, you got to think. I don't always get every woman I had sex with. I didn't get with her. Nah, that's, that's, not, not, that's not what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. You are having but that's sex. What I'm saying. No, but that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's period. He's not saying you. <laughs> but you're but you're putting word. You're putting meaning into the words he wrote down. <clears throat> His exact words are saying that the primary function of sex. Okay, is I get. I, I agree with you. So not, when a not man, primary reason. Okay, I agree with you. I agree with you. So you got to. God made us not to have. God made us to have sex. To have babies, not for us Absolutely. to have pleasure. Yes. I don't know why the hell. I, 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 I disagree, disagree with not, not the pleasure. Not, just us. not no, pleasure. No, no, he didn't huh? say not I disagree to have with pleasure. him. That's secondary. Yeah. That's why would God make us have pleasure then? No, no, no. Because if it wasn't pleasure, people wouldn't do it. That's secondary. I mean, I wouldn't do it still. You know, if it wasn't pleasurable, would nobody be on earth? If it was okay, but not pleasurable, I would still do it. But because it's so pleasurable, I want to do it more often. But you also just missed what he was trying to say. He said it's not just human. Look at the animal kingdom, look at the insect kingdom. Literally, dogs a male. The, the purpose that's, of that's, sex. That's different. A male and a female will combine to create another species of whatever it is they were. Okay. Absolutely. I think only humans so, so, and so, dolphins have, have sex for pleasure. <laughs> no, that's not true. A, a male dog humps another that's male dog. That's not dolphin. sex, though. A dog. I said, that is I said, power. But that, that, that's power. That's not that, for that's sex. Dominant. That is power. Tell that's me dominant. what a male dog humping another male dog is for. When I see a male dog humping a teddy bear, he's exerting. Yeah, it's no, no. power. You think a male dog will hump. It is about power. A male dog it is, is about power. Because he wants to have power over you. Yes, no. it is about he power. Is I don't know. Y'all are not. <laughs> hey, let's move on to the next part. I wish, I, I wish a dog could talk right now. Because the dog's like, <laughs> the hell are you talking about? I'm hoping for power. <laughs> 
so it okay. Amazes so we're all in agreement though. Okay. That functionality say. wise, yes. the purpose of sex, why yes. it exists, and and is to create is other human beings. Yes. Yes. At least for yes. us as humans. We're Not sex. even animals and mammals and I mean we're just us as humans. The purpose know? of okay. your penis and vagina is to have babies. Okay, That's we true. got that. Gotcha. One hundred percent. Next point. So the next point is <laughs> is that sex drive is essentially telling the body it, it, it it's Sex drive is your body telling you to procreate. Would sex you, would, drive? Yes. No. At, at the you, most basic primal level. No. When you say sex drive, that means when your sexual organs gets the tingle. Would, would, would you would you say activated. would you say that your desire for sex is tied to when you're the most fertile? Mm-mm. No. You wouldn't say that. Mm-mm. No. Because that would mean that I'm fertile all thirty to thirty one days. Exactly. Ooh. <laughs> and so it, at any moment no. within the month, like, no. you could desire sex. Like, okay. And so it, we're fertile and we have an ovulation window on one day. It's okay. a peak somewhere between yeah. the middle of your cycle. And it's so it would mean that we would only have sex for, one day. At, at so, most, you get four peak or four days you can ovulate mm-hmm. and create a baby. So and let me ask you this thing. most fertile is in the middle. So do you think that there's a decline in sex drive, especially in women, the older you get? Or the more no. towards you get towards menopausal. That's it a no depends. too. It, yeah. I would say honestly, would, yeah. Yeah. it depends on it the depends. actual female. Okay. Because I know females that when they were younger, mm-hmm. based on the mental things they were dealing with, all the other stuff, nothing was there. They hit menopause, and this is all they talking about. Yeah. Really? And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's amazing. But then I know also women who just like there, they were like, hey. So yeah. <laughs> Some forty-year-old freaks mm-hmm. out there, boy. Oh no, 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 no! I, I understand <laughs> that. I understand and it's that like, definitely. It, it, I, I agree. It's not just t- attached to testosterone. I, I see that part too. Like I know we'll get to that too. But I, I saw that if it's if it's about menopause and thinking that reproductive organs have something to do with sexual mm-hmm. pleasure, it's not. And and, then, and that's the part I think. But then that also, we get, if you're you saying know. it, if you're basing it just off of menopause, what about the ladies who can't produce but they still want it? Yeah. So no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not saying it's tied to. I'm not saying it's exclusive. So I'm not saying that if if you can't have children, then you have no desire for sex. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. So so one of the one of the symptoms of would we agree? I'll ask the question. I won't make the statement that one of the symptoms of um of menopause is vaginal dryness. No, I think that's that's, you ain't drinking period. enough water. Mm. That's a symptom of anything. Yeah, mm. definitely. If your body is dehydrated, it, 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 it will is, dry is, up. Is it a symptom of menopause? It can be. Is, is it generally a symptom of menopause? It can be. There's always a depend with that. Because yeah. even, even when you're talking about, we'll even say this. If a person is walking around with an erection, does that mean that they want to have sex? If Not I correct, exactly. so the same thing happens with vaginal lubrication. Let's think about that. Think about it. We're not talking about sexual desire. I'm talking about like when you first wake up. There's you know morning whatever. Oh, yeah. When you're walking in the middle of a class and you had to put a notebook. Like let's think about the wood when he was yeah. not necessarily mm-hmm. trying to have sex. Okay, he was just yeah, that's true. That's walking. True. You know, and so the same thing happens I think with vaginal lubrication too, yeah. where even though we could be saturated, that doesn't mean that I want to do anything. Mm-hmm. That could yeah. just be my response. And you could you could want to do it, and she's like, nope, doesn't. Right. Yeah. And and that could be a part of it too. And and it's not just that. 
vaginal dryness is connected to it, but I know that for consent, somebody's only checking for whether she is lubricated, mm -hmm. which doesn't necessarily mean I want to do this. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the hard part to know because vaginal dryness isn't just, I'm ready, yep. I want to do this. Like we secrete all day. That's mm -hmm. just a natural that's part of it. Like, so it, it's hard I to say, that. it's a, it's, that's a depend too. It doesn't sound very nice when you say secrete all day. Because I know we <laughs> on the air. I know, I just so sorry. Can't just use, turn me off. Can't no. use the words. Like, I gotta job. use the technical words. I can't <laughs> use the, the sexy words right now. <laughs> <laughs> number three minutes, so baby. so number three is that a woman's childbearing prime and sexual prime coincide with one another between the ages of 15 and 35 mm, childbearing age, prime that age needs to be raised raised to what do you mean I would put which it one at least, yeah. no raising i would raise that i would Just, separate them because childbearing prime and sexual prime are I oh, yeah, put they're definitely together. two different things, but yeah. I'm saying even so, with so the So what ages would you prime, say is a woman's sexual prime? Whenever. See, see, see I, I would disagree with this because, have, well. Because honestly, I. I, I, I think I that it's different. I think, it, I think it depends on if you're talking to single women or married women. Okay. Because, and here's why. Okay. And this goes into a completely different point that's not even on here. Is that you have a lot of men married men mm -hmm. who are complaining about being in sexless marriages mm -hmm. I, and and, and I know a lot of men who complain about that I, huh. me and my wife were at that point for a while yeah. and I remember you just got married though exactly exactly I know what you're talking no, 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 no. The no, most right. most no, married men no, know about saying, this. You're right about this. Most it don't matter. That three years don't matter. Yeah, you, that, that can happen six months into the marriage. But, but it, even it, with that, I don't... And, 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 and it's different because, so I remember, this was in 2019, yeah. and I had the conversation with my wife. I think we may have had sex four times that year. And I asked oh, her, man. I said, do you think we're in a sexist marriage? She said, no. I said, I do. So just the fact that we had that disconnect yeah. on what is enough yeah. and what is... What is a drought? I mean, it's crazy. So I definitely think that when you're talking about these things, I think you have to kind of separate single. married women single. and single women because single women are still out there a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But See, married women, not, I, find, I, I don't want to say experiment. Right so I'm a, okay. I'm, I'm still I'll stuck say, on the age. I'm gonna say, okay. I'm gonna say, even to your, even to your point about sexual drive, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna separate it from age. Okay. It's not even that. A lot of the times when you are entering into a relationship, the connection just falls off. There's a part of that. Entering into a relationship or marriage? It, relationship Either. that enters into Either. marriage. Either way, there's a union where you have a consistent partner and you don't have to leave that partner. Okay. The idea behind a woman only needing sex for penetration pleasure and that's it and that her emotions don't go into it yeah. is usually where all of that falls short. Yep. Because if you get a woman's head wrapped around the idea of you and submitting to you, and that's why we can go in these these DMs and have these D pictures that we pass back and forth. Our desire doesn't go away, it's who we're connected to. I disagree. And, and so nah, a lot, and, nah, but that's, that's, that's a very real thing. You you want to, Because true. women. So, so, so you're saying that all these men that are that are complaining about getting married and then not being able to have sex with their wives because their wife doesn't have the drive to have sex anymore. What are you saying about that? Intimacy is missing. Intimacy is missing. This is why I will agree with her on this. Okay. This is why I will, I will agree on this. I think that a lot of us men, when we get into that marriage, this, this is the one thing I hate about marriage. I think people change. Mm 
mm-hmm. once they get into marriage, and it becomes. I don't have to do things anymore. Because yep, I got you. I got you now. Yep. <laughs> so therefore, I don't have to be that sweet dude I was when we were dating. Which is we what got me all of and that. And to keep you. <laughs> yeah. That's why I tell people, yeah. I don't I don't be the nice guy up front. Because that's a, that, that's a, that's the fakest person you ever meet. Is that first guy that bring you flowers and, 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 and does all the wooing. He's wooing you. Yep. And that's going to be the sweetest thing. And that's what gets her so in love with you. And so then once y'all get together, y'all married, you're not doing that wooing anymore. She was in love with the wooing. Yes. Let, can, can, I bring up, can I bring up a point that's not even on that's here that, that right. taps into that? Go ahead. So, and this, is, this might be controversial, but for men, mm-hmm. sex isn't it. And we employ different means, deceit, courtship, whatever, I agree. to get to that end. I agree. But for women, it's different. For women, sex is a means to an end. Sex is not an end to a woman. This is why when you have sex with a woman, uh-huh. sex is not a one-for-one transaction. For you, you want the sex. And she might be okay with it at front, up front, but sooner or later, she's going to want to know what is she going to, what more is she going to get from you because she's sharing her body with you. So that, because that's, it's that's not a one-for-one transaction. That's, that's only that if full she's circle. been connected. Let, let, let me, that's that, only if but, she's connected. Because if we are not connected, yeah. trust, sex can be an end and it is a great end. The, if we are not connected, but that, that's that when, is fine. But, but that, when you're dealing I, with no, the guy when sex saying. is an end, that is a temporary situation, no, no, but I, you're not really looking for that. You are looking for a commitment no 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 listen to what he's saying I, and, and I, I'm, I'm not saying. I'm, I'm not finished there and I'm gonna Go agree ahead. with you because yeah. here's what he's saying when a woman is looking for uh, looking at this guy and she wants to have the relationship with the guy yes that part makes sense. that is what he's saying and no, I agree saying, with you and that's was, why I tell all my female was, friends but it was also when he said all women don't ever no nothing's absolute I tell all my female friends if there's a guy that you're actually interested in you better not have sex with him until he commits to a relationship. Because once he has a relationship, that's probably it for him. While you still thinking about, okay, I want us to be something. He stopped. Mm-hmm. Because he got what he wanted. Exactly. Correct. You want the relationship. Get in the relationship. First. Make him commit to the relationship Absolutely. first. Now give him the same. But see that the but then that is the issue because we need the wooing. To want to be in the relationship. I agree with you. And if we get the wooing to be in the relationship, and then you get in the relationship and the wooing stops, then that connection isn't there. And now you're not having as much sex. But that's my thing. I don't don't believe in wooing anymore until you are wooed together. But that's that, like, but I, even I like when you're together, but even even when you're wooing, even if it's a, a light courtship, whatever that means for you specifically, yeah. as long as there's something that you set as an expectation, you set as the tone, and you can manage it. Yes. I don't know yeah. what that is yeah, yeah, for you everybody. It. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's different. Absolutely. But then there has to be a connection, and the thing that's always missing. Every client I ever see, I can testify to this. I will tell you. The first and only thing they have is red flags in the front. They didn't pay attention yes. to. That's number one. That's true. Yes. Number two, That's true. it's we're not having sex because this person doesn't give me something to submit to. They don't give me something to want to do that with. They don't talk to me anymore. Yes. They don't want to hear about my day. They just want me to go in and have just sex yeah. without realizing women absolutely need emotional and mental connection period point blank you don't want to hear her stories so what because that's that's the leader to sex you don't want to 
talk to her and understand her emotions. So what? Because that's the leader to sex. And so if you're wondering why it's dissipating, but you're not doing anything to build the connection meter, that's the that's where it falls off. So regardless of age, it seems like, well, when we're younger, we toss it around and flip up and down and we do whatever we want because we don't need all of that. We don't think we do. Yeah. Until yeah. we get older it's and we start primal. having relections. Yes. It's, it's more primal in the younger yes. ages. And it's not I, really I like you said, that. but it goes yeah. back even to that. where you said when men hit their provisional peak. Prime, yeah. Where you think about like, okay, even if he's been working since like college age, he's really not He's not in his stride. Good yeah. until at least 28, between that 28 and 35 Even then years. he's not, he's not there. But I'm saying like, that's yeah. like, you know, in a quicker way like anywhere between 20 and 35 if you've been working for a long time mm-hmm. if you get started after college age like you said it's going to be at least about 35 before he mm-hmm. feels okay i've made something of myself mm-hmm. i think even to and, your point though even even adding to it and this to keep it coming back full circle is that we start out with our heart in the sex period so mm-hmm. we already jump That's in it. knowing our emotions wanting to connect men may take until they want a marriage or a long-term commitment before they put their emotions mm-hmm. in so your sex becomes different when you get older not necessarily oh, better yeah. not necessarily worse but it's just different yeah. it shifts because now maybe both of you want love into the sex but whereas you, that may not be the case but you all love sex though? you ain't tired of just sex sex <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait you can't oh, really have, you can oh, barely God. have watch, sex watch sex how you answer woman, that you question really sir uh, watch yeah. how you answer that question <laughs> sir love sex is making love is so much better than just having sex absolutely 100% making love here in regular sex is here because it, I mean making love because all the emotions are there, yes, the, yes. the the connection is there, the 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 completion is there, mm-hmm. and and, and, and this, this so is, okay, even so if you're making love I got, appears oh God, to look like to the nasty raunchy porn sex. That is okay because if y'all have still made that full connection with each other, don't do think that. making love is what the what the romance novels in the books show. Right. It's, it's when you real. have made the best connection with your partner at that point. Mm-hmm. That can count as making love. True. So before we, because I know we're going to keep going this conversation, I want everybody who is male in this room to then answer the question of how do you maintain making love? How can you I didn't if? That question. And no, no, because for real, <laughs> if you're if you're talking about it's about sex drive and oh I, I want more sex in a marriage and all this stuff yeah. and we're connecting the dots that we yeah. have to have connection making love is different all these things we're making it very clear right now which means how then do you maintain that with your woman if you don't do the wooing yeah. or you don't do the connecting how can yeah. you have more sex that's the question I want you to be able to answer all right who first uh, you, you can't there's 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 no way you can be able to continue to have the volume of sex that you want with the desire if you can't keep them wooed can't keep them in love and you can't keep them interested interested because her vagina goes right with it it does period (laughs) (laughs) see i i I think about this a little bit different and going back to what i was saying it's because you you've been in saturated or Oversaturated with Kevin Samuels. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, I, 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 that, that may be true, but uh, some of these things I have been to me for a while, though. I'm going to say this real quick. Kevin Samuels does say some things that women should listen to. He says to a lot of things they listen to. Mm-hmm. He does. But also, Derek Jackson, whatever the one that was. Oh, yeah. He says a lot of things that also women should listen to. Also a panderer. He said. No, no, he, he did. He did. The thing is, the thing is, everyone has their fan base 
who swear that these guys are so right. Mm -hmm. And that's where you get where things get misconstrued. You should take a little bit of both guys' advice, and then I think everyone will be better. But I think we the people go to the extreme with these two personalities, and they're either way over here, women, you have to do this, or they way over here, men ain't crap. I would tell I would tell women a lot of times, we ain't crap. And I tell and I, and I, I, I say a lot of things that Derek Jackson say because I tell you right now. Mm -hmm. Men, you may say I'm hating on you. Step up your damn game. You're sorry. Do you think it's the, do you think it's the game, things, or do you think it's who they're choosing? You know, you know what it is. A lot of them are choosing because it's a lack of what they can't choose from. And I, 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 I can, I can agree with that. But then, but then, that goes into a deeper issue of men not being raised by men. No, no, no. So, so that that goes into a deeper issue. No, 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 no. I can hear you say that, but we say men not being raised by men. That's a bunch of crap as well. Okay. Because I'm gonna tell you why. I know a lot of people. I was raised by a man. Now, what I'm saying is not absolute. He was a. He was a he was a terrible partner, but he was a great provider. Mm -hmm. And I thought the same thing. I thought, long as I'm a great provider, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter mm -hmm. what I do outside my house. She'll be with me. Just yeah. don't bring it in yeah. my house. Yeah. That's part yeah. of, but that's also part of the flaw in that. And correct. That's like, what I'm so you're saying that that, that mm -hmm. men not being raised by men has nothing to do with no, why no, we have saying, a lot of I'm, men out here that that aren't men. No, what I'm saying is. Men have to understand what it is to be a man and have to understand absolutely woman. But who teaches that? No, you have to teach yourself because you know what had to happen with me. You have to teach yourself. How can I you had, teach yourself what you don't know? Through, I had to go through several relationships with several phenomenal women. Okay. To understand that I'm the problem. Mm -hmm. And that you know what I didn't do? I didn't try to learn those women. I tried okay. to make all the women say, hey, it's Will that you need to be understanding and what Will is doing is Will is right. And if you don't like what Will is doing, you can leave. Okay. Then after you continuously find yourself alone and you start looking back at these women, you start realizing, uh -huh. no, dude. You were the villain. You, you had the drama. great women. You need to change yourself and you need to learn. I'm going to tell you what men mess up. We don't try to learn the woman. We hear what the woman say. We we we, we mm -hmm. listen mm -hmm. just so we can memorize things to get what we want. No, we preach. don't try to learn them. Just sit back. It's guy? like I tell people, you know your woman likes you know your woman's favorite color color is yellow, but you don't know why it's yellow. Mm. Okay. Figure out what figuring out why it's yellow is learning your woman. It, All we doing right now is like so, I know what color is yellow. So, so, why, so, Negro? so opposite of what you're saying, what Kevin Samuels does mm -hmm. is he starts putting account of because I know women like to hear what you're saying, and women don't want to hear. Men don't want to do what I'm saying. No, 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 no. But, 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 but what I'm telling you is, is that what Kevin Samuels points out first of all, is that women come across a lot of good men, but in his words, those men don't make their coochie tingle. So they put those men in the friend zone, okay. and then they start dating all these nobodies, and then want to say, "Ain't no good men out here." Men okay. do it too, though. Yeah. That's fine. And That's it, fine. But even even That's then, fine. I don't I don't want to say that it's just women because I do agree with no, you. I'm yes, not, I, I, I'm not using words just and only. Absolutes, and, and I got you. I'm You're not, not speaking that. in generalization. But I, I hear that 
when Kevin Samuels is coming from that angle, mm-hmm. he's consistently only blaming women. I've, I've rarely no, no, no. heard what, what, what he does is he asks them, did you have this guy here? Why did your relationship fail? But Was he a good man to you? Why did you not want him? Those are not probing questions. They're not open questions. They don't allow the woman to be able to actually explain. I have listened to him and he comes in with an attacking nature and he is then cornering them to say, well, why didn't you know better? Why didn't you do? And that's not Mm -hmm. teaching me. That's not helping me. I've seen that as well, but there are times in, in, times are different. No, 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 no. In, in most, in most videos, it, I, I wish we could actually watch one and then break it down <laughs> section by section. But they're too long. And I, I understand yes. that. I, I get that. This is what he does. But it, it, it's, it's very right. simple. It's very simple. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. To me, the whole thing with Kevin Sam, Kevin Samuels does does at times tell women what they need to hear. Absolutely. No, they don't want to hear it. Right. Okay. Like maybe you think that you are all of this. You're not. Yep. Now, well, I will say this. But don't tell a woman that she can't think that she is as great as she it, it, He doesn't. He, he doesn't. Does. No, he doesn't. What he, here's what he says. Yeah, no, he does. You yeah. are free no. to think. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to tell I watch videos. I'm going to tell you what he says. Okay. You are free to think what you want to think. But don't be surprised when you don't get the outcome that you want. I that's what he said says. It. He doesn't say it that way. Bro. That's, that's exactly what he says. How many, how many videos have you watched? I watched a few, but I'm going to tell you That's why. exactly I'm what he says. Why. I'm going to tell you because he's like Rush Limbaugh to me. Okay. Oof. If you watch, if one thing you know about Rush Limbaugh, you know about Kevin Simmons, it's all the same talking. thing. Okay. If I say the same thing over and over and over again, people who watch me will continue to, to start to believe what I say, mm-hmm. and they will regurgitate the same stuff mm-hmm. that I say. They'll believe that it's true. Okay. It's like Rush Limbaugh used to say, watch me for 30 days, and if you don't believe me after 30 days, stop watching me. Mm-hmm. I keep saying the same crap over and over, I'm brainwashing you. Kevin Samuels does the same thing. And what it does, it makes these men out here feel that women should be more. It makes men think that they don't have flaws. No, 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 it's not what it is. He has it a whole section. He has a whole men, show dedicated to the men where he makes, breaks the men down. What are you men, talking about? It makes, men, it makes men think like my daddy and I thought. I, I completely Long disagree. As I'm a good provider. I'm a good. He man. has a whole show dedicated to men where he breaks them down the same way he breaks the women does down. He so. tell, does Kevin does Kevin Samuels tell the man that he needs to listen to his woman? Absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But 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 what what he <laughs> but but. Okay. Li- Hold on, hold on. Hey, somebody just walked in the barbershop. What you need? What you want? Go ahead, Eric. You went, you went, you went past. You went past something that I wanted you to go back to, Vince. Can you hear me, Vince? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear um, you. Hey, Doctor Jackson. Hey, Starlight. Hi, hey, Will. Yeah. So, um, so, um, you were, you were, you had just said that you were talking about um, vaginal dryness is a um, symptom. Of menopause for women, it is. That's a medical fact. Yeah. It's, the ladies here didn't want to admit that, though. But having, but having, only. I haven't used those. You did. Absolutes. It's actually written right here. What did I say? <laughs> when say you're, you're, you asked, it is a symptom. It's, it's, but here, it's, but here, he went on to something else. That right after that, that's the reason I started there. You were talking about, um, you know, people being in marriages where the sex has um, gone down. Mm-hmm. I, Tell me if this has been any of your experiences that you know. There's a there's a comfortableness that comes with being with somebody on a regular basis. And then right after that comfortableness, right after it, often becomes an overpo- overwhelming sense of presumptuousness, which reduces inquiry. And when people aren't asking questions because they've already presumed they know the answer is because they're so comfortable, then the um, questions of, 
know, what what will make you more sexually attractive to me or me to you? Don't get asked. Right. So is that has that been the experiences of any of you that have been in situations where the sex um, toned down and or, in your case, Dr. Jackson, what you've seen in your clients that, you know, you're not inquiring, mm-hmm. and that's what's driving it down? Yes, I actually, I, I would love to answer that, and I also want you to be able to answer this, too, no, no. because he is addressing your question. Mm-hmm. And so with every client, every person, there is a complete connection to ask me about what I need and don't or want yeah or want and don't you know apply a cookie cutter format to literally every single person that you've been with to me and then if there is something that's not happening we both because we are choosing to be in this relationship need to take accountability for asking and talking and so if we get to a whole year where we've only had four times you know having sex at some point when we don't have sex i'm going to be asking you is it something about me but the problem is that most men and i won't say it doesn't happen with women but specifically because we're talking about men that the ego is not going to allow you to ask and say hey is it me is it mm. something I need? Can sure. I bring some mm. toys in? Can I have some outfits? Mm. Like all those questions are now attacking your pride saying, because you're not interested in sex, it must be you. It couldn't possibly be me. And if you don't ask to know, maybe it's because you're not talking to me. It could be simple as that sure. because the main objective is usually, I think that sex is linear. So I think that because we're still together, you should desire sex with me. I brought you flowers or I did dishes once. Why are you not in the mood? When really I'm not talking to you. I'm not, you know, I'm not hugging you. I'm not doing what I used to do. I'm not checking for you. And I don't have you feel safe. You don't have security in me. You don't trust in me. And you're not even asking me how to change that. You just let me watch you continue with being comfortable. And you're not checking in to know why I'm comfortable, why I'm saying, no, I have a headache. I absolutely Okay, what's don't Vince's answer? Yes, that, that. I can only speak for myself. Right. And um, yeah, I, I, I've had those conversations with my wife. I have because, I mean, it's something that I really no topic for me is taboo. I don't care what it is. And Rick knows this about me. I'll, I'll talk about anything. And, you know, I've had those conversations with my wife. And, you know, she has said on occasion, she said that um, there are some things that I may have said in the past that made her not want to have sex with me or um, I'm trying to think of, of the reasons that she has cited. Um, I, I'd say that was probably the main one. And I'm like, well, let's talk about it. Let's get it out there. Let's try to put it behind us, that kind of thing. Um, we're, we're actually, we're in therapy now. So we're, 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 we're getting to a better place um, in our relationship, even in the sexual aspect of our relationship. But yes, to answer your question, you know, I, I did have those conversations. I did ask those questions. You know, what can I do better? You know, that kind of thing. So yeah, I did. In your, in your, I'm gonna let you answer too, Eric. But I'm gonna piggyback off this question. Do you have anything that you've learned yet that says that I have addressed the capacity for this person to give it to me? So even though I want to stay married to you, I want us to just honor these vows and stay together. And because we decided to do this as a team we're forcing each other to do it but do you have the capacity to want to have sex with me more than four times a year do are you the partner who's going to give me that or am i forcing you to give it to me because we're married because that's a whole other question well i I did ask her that because it's it's i don't want anyone to have sex with me out of duty right you know I, i want you to want me and if you don't want me we have some other decisions we need to make so you know, and, and she has said to me that, you know, I'm, I haven't increased 
my sex with you out of duty. I want to do this with you. And I'm like, mm, I'm with that. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 to me, to, to have for someone to, to have sex with you out of duty, that's almost that's almost like rape to me. I, I was, yes. I was, you yes. Know what I'm saying? I was talking yes. to someone yesterday and they said that um, they were talking. They were telling me that they said if I was married, I would have sex with my husband and I, I would try my best to never tell him no. I say if that was me, I'd rather you divorce me. Exactly. Exactly. Then to have sex with me because because you feel like you have to. Oh, 100%. You know, the saddest 100%. part about it is that it's only new information yeah. because women were not ever able at, at previous points in we history, and let's be this. real, were not ever able. And I have people that I know who are in their 60s who have parents that have raised them to know this is the obligation yep. of you as a woman. And yeah. even do. it's to have kids, yeah. to be married. This is your pinnacle. This is who you are. Yeah. And so women have just now come into the, oh, I don't consent to that. Yeah. Oh, I have boundaries. I don't want to do that. And they're speaking up more now. And yeah. so people are like, oh, who are these feminists? And it's, it's like, no, I am protecting my body. And I just genuinely don't want to have sex. When you say just now, what time period are you using as a beginning for just now? Ten years ago? Five years ago? I'd say if you're thinking about maybe the 50s, 60s, around that time frame when people started to genuinely want to come out and start asking for more money, more rights, women are like, hey, we're okay. being left out. And so around that time frame, you start to see a really big shift. And I'd say within the last five years, for real, we have done this entire movement of I can be independent. I can go to college if I want. I don't have to have kids until I'm 40 if I don't feel like it. And we've been watching that. And it's causing this big uproar with everybody because naturally we have fallen in line to say we submit to having sex. We have sex all the time. I never had these issues. You never had them because we never spoke up yeah, and advocated like for us not getting our stuff. Yeah, but but, but, it, but the negative side of that is is that as as that as women were able to make those decisions for themselves, marriage in the back, black community started to do this. Kind of. No, 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 it did. 100%. Do what? But it wasn't. I know you probably can't see it. Decline. It it, declined. It it went on. Marriage went on the decline. That's not the reason why. That's a reason why, but not the reason why. All these absolutes are getting put on what I'm saying instead of just saying what you're saying is true. And I'm not saying that, that. You know, decline in marriage in the black community is solely attributed yeah, to did. feminism, black feminism, and black women. Want that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm yeah. just saying that as you saw the trend in feminism, you saw the decline in black marriage. Mm-hmm. Wait, then, wait. I, I'm going to tell you something because this is something that I have to study on occasion because of my volunteer project. If you really want to look into that, you'll see that the black marriage began to decline as the appreciation for the Christian church began to decline. And then right behind that, black marriage began to, uh, right behind that, the next driving factor was the power of the family court. As as the power of the family court became stronger over men that were um, not married, but were parents, marriage, the appeal for marriage began to decline because it was like, you know, if I I get divorced, I'm gonna be really short. She gonna really be paid. So it's the decline in the appreciation of the Christian church and the strengthening of the family court. But go ahead, I'm listening. No, no, I, I made my point. I mean, I, I, but, I, but it goes back to, I think it, I still have to put a lot of onus on men. And I'm not, and I'm, I'm not trying to be, and y'all know I'm not a... I'm, I got you. I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm <laughs> not trying to. Woo, I'm, I'm not trying to woo the women. Y'all know I don't that. I'm, know I, who this guy I don't is. say anything to try to woo the women. Y'all know I don't that. I know this guy. Too. But I, I'm serious because I. I 
I'm gonna tell you. You're I have, speaking from wisdom, though. I'm saying it because I have so many yeah. female friends that I'm tired. I, I, I am. I am being honest when I tell y'all. I am tired of talking to so many females about how crap the men are. But and but have you ever asked them, these women have they ever had a quality man and why that didn't work out with them? You know what? So here's the thing. They go in thinking that the guy is quality. Mm-hmm. A lot oh, of wow. these women went in think it, it goes back to what I say about the woo. Okay. They go in thinking that these guys are quality. These guys wanted sex. So you wooed them. So it's like we said earlier. The guy's end goal was sex. The woman was thinking, I'm going to have a phenomenal relationship because he's a phenomenal guy. Mm-hmm. He's taking me out to eat. He's opening the door for me. He's buying me flowers. He's taking me on vacation. He's taking me on vacations or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you realize it was all a facade. So let me, I want to ask the women. So, so for women to have this story about men, what do women look for in men? Like what attributes? Because and Kevin Samuels talks about this. He talks about the purpose of men. So women don't know how to pick men. So the purpose of me as the elder man in the family and the older brothers is for you to bring this guy to me and us. This so, is why I tell you I need to listen so, to Derek Jackson, so though. This, you bring these guys to us, and we vet these guys because you don't know what you're looking for. So now you're Derek Jackson. But now you're Derek Jackson. I got to piggyback on that. Now you tell her no, no, what Derek no, Jackson tells but to But I got to piggyback on that because what if Will's, so say Will, because you have a sister, right? Yeah. So say your sister did that. She brought a guy home to your father. Your father, like you already said, was not a good relationship I was just man. Gonna say so that. if he vets the boy based uh, off of him, so he's now vetted nothing, towards not, him. Let, yeah. let, me, let me tell you something that I told my sister. Well, wait, but well, no, that's, what that? that's, oh, okay. that's what I'm saying. You could also you could have a girl, you could have a lady get in a situation where she wants to she wants to do that. What we were all taught growing up, in the, especially in the older days, the guy comes in, he meets mm-hmm. the father, this, that, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, if the already guy who you're asking to vet the is person broken. is exactly so now you're vetting based off of your brokenness your and this, that, or whatever, and it's like, so what was the point? Yeah, that's, that's the same thing. Because, no, 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 because no, no. you got to remember. No, and I agree with your girlfriend though. Your girlfriend don't know a damn thing. Oh no! Thing oh no! Not, right not, not saying do that either. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely saying, don't listen it, to your girlfriend. It could be, <laughs> especially if she's single. Listen to her. Think you're skipping over something. If it's a yes, person, sir. you would take. Yes, Eric. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm. I'm. I want you to finish what you're saying. But no, I, I was I, just saying, just for the just for the people out there listening. If you do have that friend that is that friend that will tell you right or wrong, no matter what, then it. If that's a person who you can take, you can listen and have in your ear, do that. But if it's just a person who's always like, yeah, girl, yeah, girl. No, no. Find a better person. Mm-hmm. Find Absolutely. a better person. Yeah, yeah, and the same way with guys. If you ain't got a male friend in your life that's that can really truth. tell you, yeah. don't listen to them. But, all right, go ahead, Eric. Yeah, you touch you, you touch where I was going. Um, I, in my life experience, I know a lot of people, um, if they don't have a good working definition for the word friend that has some depth to it, and it's not real flexible, this particular definition, then you'll find often they don't have very good relationships with the opposite sex. And if they have a weak definition for love, I joke around a lot on this broadcast, but y'all, some of y'all have heard me give this before. Mm-hmm. My working definition for love is the selfless devotion to the health, mm-hmm. the selfless devotion to the healthy nurturing of someone or something, mm-hmm. all in that order, all as those words have strict definitions. And when I find people 
in my life experience that share that definition of love and my definition of friendship, which I haven't given, but it's not necessary. They don't, they don't tend to have the problems that I hear a lot of people in the population have. Right. The people that have that pro- the people that have the problems are the ones that have weak definitions for friendship or they don't have any. And they have examples of what they qualify as being loved. They don't have a working definition for it. And if they do, they don't apply it. Mm-hmm. You need to put that definition on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I like that. That would be cute. I would love to even <laughs> add to what you're saying, Eric, that if men are not trained or taught or t- just given the information and the resources from the beginning about what to do with feelings or emotions, then they're bouncing from woman to woman. And when it's time to settle with one, you have no, you have no baking, you have no, you have no backing. Like you have no idea what to do. There, there's nothing that you have put into practice. Meanwhile, this woman has been taught, groomed, whatever, to sit back and, and wait for one person. So all her emotions are into one person, all of her feelings are into one person. And so when you skip over it, when you get in a relationship, she has been groomed to have her emotions stroked. You have been groomed to have your seed sown. And mm-hmm. so, not you specifically, but I know that that's the case. And so when it doesn't happen, it's like, oh, I'm not getting what I need out of this marriage. When really, you have to now lean into the love of it. And if you've never had the practice of the love, then it, it's easy to fall off. It's easy not to want to connect. It's easy not to want to do those things. And so when I hear someone saying, oh, I get into a marriage, I, you know, I've, I've sat up here and you got uh, women having to get asked permission and she got to go to so-and-so before. Like, what, what steps do y'all have to do to prepare to be our husbands? There's there's never anything that's like, oh, OK, well, do y'all have to have this in order is do y'all have enough money? Would you you know be able to have enough uh, where you could give your seed and we would be OK with that? Like, do you have the uh, the right height, the right money, the right whatever? And that's all we have. That's what that's what we've been given. We haven't been told. Do you know how to do conflict resolution? Mm-hmm. Do you know how to be What's selfless? Do you know how to even be <laughs> oh, a team? Are you are you willing to go through? The unromantic procedure right. or method of defining your your um, emotions right. through strict elementary language, and I do mean through strict elementary language, it becomes un- it's unromantic. Hey. But if you could speak strict standard right. English with one another, so that there's no discrepancy about what you're describing. You can get a lot done. Right. It sounds like there needs to be right. like a love 101 class in high school. <laughs> For real. No, it, like. no, it, and keep yes. in mind I use the word elementary language. You don't need you don't need high degree Correct. language. Correct. So, so but you need to be using it correctly though. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. And and starting from the beginning, your emotional awareness is how you will show up in your relationships, period. Mm-hmm. So if you start out not knowing, if you do have a backing of, mm-hmm. of family members or friends that, that are just not supportive and you get into that lane with these people and then you're wondering why don't I have an effective relationship well how many of them have you actually had and I'm not talking about did you just say hey we're together we go together how many times were you actually a team how many times did you really feel like the two of you understood each other that you took the time to know to grow would you want to be with this person for real if you took out all the history and maybe the kids and I I even recently just spoke of this like if I get married to you and I wouldn't ever want to marry you again why are we together why did I even decide to stay? Because now it's an accountability on both of us. If I'm sitting up here complaining and frustrated and I'm like, oh, I'm not getting my needs met, do you have the ability to do that or not? If you do, 
great. We will work through that because I'm not going to be in the ring sparring by myself. If you don't, then I need to be very honest that it's going to hurt to leave, but I'm not going to get anything out of this. And rather than vent to everybody and complain about it and say that this isn't working and then turn it into some sort of this is about, you know, how you move in your life or what age are you and what's going on with you? Like, we don't even have to turn it to that. It's I'm not doing it for you. Because mm-hmm. the minute that we break up and you go bust it wide open for somebody else, I know it was me. And I have to be okay with knowing that. And if, if it's something that I'm doing, I have to stop and say, maybe I don't have the training to ask you. Maybe my pride is in the way. Maybe I'm feeling some kind of way. And that's on both ends. That's mm-hmm. not just for the man. That's for the woman, too. Like, let me know that I need to do better. And if I am not your partner, then we don't need to be together. I don't need to go through years and years question. of all of that, you know? Make it quick. Make it quick. This for both of y'all, for you and for you and Starlight, particularly you, Starlight. Have the two of you been proposed to before? And if so, how did you respond to it? Marriage. I have had the question um, asked to me three times now. Um, Just give me two, one. Two of two of the times, I was like, "Sure, yeah, let's do this. Let's." But in the process, we realized that no, no, this this don't need to happen. And, you know, it hurt, but we were able to, before any type of real legality situations happen, go ahead and let it go. And two people think, proposed to you, and you responded as yes to two different people at two different occasions. Mm-hmm. What about you, Charlotte? Is it Charlotte? <laughs> I love it. Share Lisa. Man, I got old. Let's call it Dr. Like, Jackson. Do- Dr. Jackson is cool, too. Dr. Jackson. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Jackson. Sorry about that. That's okay. Either way. Um, so for me, I have had the ideas placed out there. I've had conversations about it. I have not ever really moved into the direction of marriage because the minute that I see that you are not a protector in the, the realm of being a father figure, I'm automatically turned off. Once I see that you don't have a teamwork, like element bone in your body for me to move forward with marriage, I don't want to be that. But I see that you're great as a boyfriend or you're a really cool friend and people don't assess those steps. Yeah. So instead of me just being like, ooh, I like you, let's make the next logical step marriage no let me make sure that you my homie like if i had a, a emergency contact you would be the person i'd call exactly. if i can actually call you after a bad day and if i can't see those things my mind isn't even thinking about marriage and so i've made that very clear when i'm dating you please don't ask if you don't see that we are even in that space because i wouldn't even want to be pressured to have to answer to you because i would have to hurt your feelings if we're not in a, a, a lane for that to even make any sense and does so, everybody does everybody in the room including you greg and vince as well does everybody in the room have at least one platonic friend that at one time was a sex partner? No. 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 I do. No. <laughs> you, you can't do that when you're married. <laughs> no. I, 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 I would I, tell you, you can do it, but I'm telling you, the thing is, they don't live nowhere near me. Yeah. And okay. they, we, we still talk. We, we still talk. It's, it's, been like, it's been like decades since we had sex. But, but I have one friend. She knows everything. I tell her everything. And that I would, could be and, a major contributor and I, and I really to the woman. And I really wouldn't even have sex with her now. I really, I really wouldn't because I know so much about her, her family. I respect her so much that I wouldn't have sex with her. Now, I got a, I got a homegirl like that that I've never had sex with, but um, no, not one, not one that I've been intimate with. No. Yeah. I got, a, I got a question. So, do we do ladies and men? Um, I've always heard, I've heard several times the term. Women going through a whole phase. Mm. 
Do we do going around the room? Do men have a one? Oh, men, all, men definitely have a whole yes, face. Yeah. But my question is, do is there such thing as women having a whole face? And I've also been told by a few women that they wish they would have had more sex before they got married or before they, uh, when they were younger. Do, is that something that we feel that women should have? Probably whole face, maybe just a term. But do we? Is there such things? A such thing as maybe women should have had more have more sex before they actually get into a long term relationship. I'll say yes. I'll say yes to both questions. There, okay. there is a whole phase for a lot of individuals, and there is, there is a lane that should be opened up for women to be able to explore themselves before they get involved. Okay. That way, they're not putting so much pressure on one relationship. Right. I think that's the issue that we keep running into is that women don't date. And then when we do date, we don't know how to date, and we put all our eggs in a basket, and men are not even off the market yet, and we've removed ourselves. Mm. And so if we don't have enough sex, or we don't have enough, and our, our partners over here maybe had 30, 40, 50 partners, and we've only had two, yeah. we don't really know what we need, we don't, we don't know what we want, and that's okay, that's, that's fine if that's what you're, you're into, yeah. but if you had the opportunity to date around, would you stay? You know, if he's not meeting all these needs, maybe he's not even on your level. There's different opportunities. And I won't even say he because there's a lot of different same-sex relationships, too. So if you are in a position to be in a relationship and you haven't actually had a chance to explore your body, explore your needs, explore your wants, you are going to force this one partner that you have into a box and say, because we're married, this is what it's got to be. And I'm going to make you do everything I need and want because I don't even know what else is out there for me. I haven't even bothered to explore it. I don't even... don't even care to try it but does that mean you have to be a, a hoe to do that no you just need to be able to open yourself up to the option so that when you get to this like we have these questions about drive and set well you're my only option yeah. i got married to you so i'm relying on you to then be my wooer you're supposed to be the gentleman you're supposed yeah. to be the one that talks to me i cut off all my male friends so you're supposed to be it and if you sit on the couch looking at me like oh what you want me to do with that well then what what I, I'm give sorry. Me, I didn't <laughs> give me like, that. I want that now. Yeah, and so I think that's that's the problem. We don't have enough I want to be daddy. <laughs> willingness to allow women to have that. They just they just don't. We don't get a chance to explore. And I wish even for myself, I didn't do that. Like I wish I had had that phase because I was a serial monogamist. I was yeah. like, this is what I'm taught. I'm supposed to be in the church this way. I'm supposed to be saving it for marriage. I'm supposed to have relationships. Like that is what lane I was in. And so when it came time for me to ask what do you want for yourself? Who How are old were you? you when you got out that lane? Eric, quit asking questions. What? Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's actually doing good. Tonight. He is yeah, doing, doing, doing these are great. Good questions. But doing good tonight. Just, <laughs> but no, yeah, these, these are great, great questions, and I think that as far as leaving the lane, I'm still always in that because I believe in a teamwork. I'm not going. I've made it to thirty. You know, I'm talking about being a serial monogamous. Yeah, that, that's that's it. I have. I left yes. the lane probably about my last relationship where it was 2015 and did not work out and I stayed down loyal true whatever because in my mind as I've been taught stay regardless you know make it work y'all gotta go and, and talk it through and all this and it was an abusive relationship oh, that's, that's a whole different. other thing yeah, we don't different. even need to talk about yeah. so I know Ooh, for no don't hang around now right <laughs> but if you if you are in this lane that we're talking about that sexually you're supposed to be this for your person and you're supposed to be uh, this one kind of person in society then then you don't learn how to be that for you and so you don't explore what you need you don't know when you're being mistreated because you have one example so you stay yeah, no yeah, yeah. There, there's no baseline of anything else and and so you literally get in these spaces where I wish we would explore more I really do because the only thing we learn 
is that sex is supposed to be physical and we miss emotional sex, we miss mental sex, we miss intimacy. And so when you get in these long spats and the thing I see in couples therapy all the time, sex therapy even included, is that intimacy is always missing. I ask, what do you do outside of sex? What do you do standing up? How do you know each other? And then it'll be something like, well, when I have time. Like, or what do you we'll do in be... other rooms of the house? Yeah, like what, <laughs> what do you do? And there's no, there's no time. Nobody knows what intimacy is. Okay, if I had to ask the question right now in the room, mm. what is intimacy? First thought comes to mind is something sexual, something real slow, no. foreplay. No, not, not to not, you, not, 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 not to you. Not but in a, in a room, the first question is, what is intimacy? And it's automatically attached to sex. And unfortunately, women are not taught that from the beginning. So if you lean into that lane in your marriage or your relationship, that's probably that's oh, that's important to her. But the other stuff to get to it that keeps that on rotation is the other stuff that most men don't have practice with. And then you're hitting this barrier where people Making aren't having sex. Generalizations. I'm not, and I. This is from my clients. This is okay. from this is from my clientele. Say that. Okay, yeah. Say that. I did. I did. You weren't listening. <laughs> don't say most men, and then don't mention that you're talking about just from your clients, most men. But go ahead. That's what I was saying. So from my clientele, and in conversations with them, <laughs> don't miss a I have had literal conversations with people, and I will say that when I'm in that space, men that then become more mature. When they actually have that conversation with themselves and they like even you went through that just saying it now today, I had to become aware of it. I had to become OK with it. I had to understand what was going on. And so if I don't take that time to say, let me let me put my pride aside and understand how am I contributing to this. What is my ownership to it? If I don't do that and then I get into a marriage and say you are obligated to give me sex because we're married, but I'm not going to ask you, why don't you want it with me? What do I need to do more of so that you'll want it with me? So if that step to therapy didn't happen and you don't have these questions coming out, like, are you even my person? Because I shouldn't be obligated to then think that just because we're married, I need to force it out of you. If I start to hit a wall after a few years with you, I need to be asking at that point, do we need to be together? Should we continue? Because it doesn't go away just because we decide it has to. Yeah, you're right. It's not going to do that. Mm -hmm. I need to be looking at you, and uh, two years is enough. Like, if we have a pattern established, two years is enough. And I need to be able to see, and that's the first thing I always ask, and it's always intimacy. A hundred percent of the time. We don't spend enough time together. We aren't present in the same room together. Oh, God. You on your phones together. But you're not in the room yes. together. Yes. You're not having a conversation with each other. You're not building. It's like you're all so because you, you become roommates. You become roommates. Become and a roommates. whole year could go by where you don't know this person. Yep. And you think just because you live together, you sit, you sleep together, you know this person. No, I have to be checking with you every day because you yeah. all got work husbands, work wives, you got friends, all sorts of stuff you see on TV, temptations everywhere. And it's not to say somebody's going to step out, but there is competition for your emotions True. all the time. Mm -hmm. So you have to check True. in. You have to. And if you don't, you end up in these ruts and these moments where you're stuck and it's all you. Your own accountability has to say, why am I volunteering for something that makes me miserable? Mm. This is a choice. Even when I feel like I have to stay in this marriage, it's a choice. Yeah. I have a choice to leave and I'm going to stay here and remain upset and complain to you every day. <laughs> and I really could leave because I saw you're not my person. So what about you, Starlight? Whole phase? I ain't asking you if you had a whole phase, but I'm saying, do you believe women have a whole phase? <laughs> Or do you believe, do you believe the, the saying that when some women say they wish they would have had more sex before actually having that long-term relationship, such as marriage? I agree. 
with what Dr. Jackson said as far as even if it's not the I guess definitive whole phase or whatnot or even if you don't actually have a lot of sex before you get with that person that you are now legally bound to and things like that at least you should have the option if nothing else definitely like I'm very wary of those couples that have been together since like middle school high school and stuff like that like there are ones that work and even in them they'll you have to listen to them talk about like we had issues like even though we knew we were going to stay together we hit that wall and was like all right what we gonna do Mm -hmm. and they realized they want to do something so i think that it's not more i wouldn't say as much as focus on oh did i have a lot of sex and stuff whatever but it's like did you at least get a chance to figure out what you want what you want yeah because what you think you want once you get it you might find out this ain't what i need yeah just because you wanted it it's not what you need so you say date me so both y'all say date more not without sex, sex. Yeah. not necessarily sex yeah. mm-hmm. but date more definitely, yeah. always. definitely you also without the sex because even if even if you marry a person and y'all sex is great if ain't nothing else great ooh, that's a that's gonna be a hard life because you're gonna need something else you're gonna need something else besides just the sex and that's what i i I normally i feel that way now that sex complicates everything it does Mm -hmm. once you have sex it's gonna complicate the relationship no it's not oh yes it does look eric you were doing good don't mess it up definitely complicates don't you mess it up you were doing good tonight i can't say i cannot speak for a man i will say for a woman emotionally we have all thought we can handle moving forward without jumping in as soon as sex is included. And there is a really small number of individuals that can actually maintain this, but the majority of us all, unfortunately, we cannot and have not been taught how to separate sex and love. And so the minute that we have sex with you, now we are finding and latching on to things that we like about you to keep having sex with you. Just because that's the only way it's meaningful. I cannot be having sex with you without some sort of attachment. And so if I'm not able to start liking you, building with you and doing these things, we won't have sex and that's not what I want. I want to keep having sex with you. So I'm gonna find these things to like, I'm gonna start liking you more, connecting with you more, and now I'm in a relationship with you in my head before we're actually in one. And even if the sex is your only connection that you like, you have to realize, wait, do I like the sex Mm -hmm. or do I like the person providing the sex? Because if you like the (laughs) sex, that is fine for you to identify with Mm -hmm. yourself and realize, I just like the sex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you might might be having sex with a guy that's Mm -hmm. okay with you just liking the sex. But if you think, okay, I like the sex, now I have, I guess I got to deal with the person giving me the sex. And that person is not right for you. I'm sorry, this the sex ain't worth it. We got, aren't you getting? Aren't you tired of being used by women? Are you being? Are you not it's tired? A dirty game, man. It's a dirty, it's a dirty game. game. <laughs> it's a dirty game. Mistreatment. You just want to hold hands. <laughs> That's it. I just, I just want to cuddle. You want to be loved. I want to be right? held. I just want to be I held know, and listened to sometimes. I want, I want somebody to stroke your beard, right? <laughs> you know, just tell you that you're beautiful. Just tell me I'm beautiful. You know. <laughs> You know, this dirty mistreatment of women, man, it's, it got to stop. So you, you miss, get too much you power, miss your good, You miss your good morning, beautiful, too. <laughs> <laughs> how, how you doing? Great you doing? Yes, sir. Right. Where you at? You hey, know? big head. That was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey y'all, let's get about that time now. Hey, um, before we get out of here, um, Dr. Jackson, please tell them where they can find you, Mr. Mister Mars, where they can find you, and Eric, get the hell out of my barbershop and uh, <laughs> pay my cashier. 3417, Browns win. All right, I'm listening. I'll talk to y'all later. Hey, Bye, Eric. Eric. Bye, Eric. <laughs> Bye, Eric. Oh, well, for me, uh, Sinclair James, I love Instagram, so I will constantly be on there. That's probably where you'll see me the most, uh, and that is S-Y-N... C-L-A-I-R-E, James, that's Instagram. And then if you are interested in the website, it is www.sheerllc.com. And that's S-H-E-E-R-L-L-C.com. And your YouTube. Oh, yes, I have a YouTube channel. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, I do. Last time I was here, that did not exist. It is Dr. Sherlisa Jackson. There's a lot of letters. I've been cutting them off on a lot of the posts because I can't put them all on there. But, yes, it is. if you put in Dr. Sherlisa Jackson, you will come up. And it's Cher as in Sunny and Cher, Lisa Jackson. And your Thursday Therapy Thursday. Therapy Thursday. Come on. Have a whole hashtag. You want me to plug for you? You sure can. Go for it. (laughs) Because there's so much stuff. I tell people, (laughs) yes, tune in to the Thursday. The Thursday Therapy? Therapy Thursday. Therapy Thursday. Tune in to Thursday. Oh, yeah. They be hitting. Thank you. They do hit, man. They do. Mid, you need to listen. I appreciate you. Come in and listen. Mr. Mars. Well, yo, uh, I don't have I don't have a social media presence like that, so don't look at me, don't contact me. I don't want to hear from you. I don't have nothing to offer you. So, well, you you've know. been on camera. There's facial recognition. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have no pictures. <laughs> I have no, no pictures. Views oh yeah, from this video. Oh yeah, you have no pictures. I have no pictures. So yeah, there are screenshots of this video. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. People will be using your faces, catfishing. Well, y'all know what it is, man. It's about that time. We're going to sweep these flows. We're going to clean these clippers. Yes, sir. You and Starlight have the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> well, I got the sinks. <laughs> Starlight got the commode. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's about that time to close this thing down. The shop is closed. Get out. Good night. Good night. We're talking randomly.